Oh my god. I know you're fucking lying. <gasps> you're here. I'm here. I can hear ya. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank ya. Yeah. Man, these mics really are trash. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> no, they're really, really bad. <laughs> they are not good at all. This is Evangela Mary L. McCracken, and you are listening to the Holy Ghost Outreach Broadcast. You're, 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 you're listening to me. Listen, 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 listen. I wrap up and hang up with the Lord. I'm in it, up, because I'm on my way to heaven, and I'm certainly enjoying the trip. Hey everybody. Okay. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> How are you doing, bro? My nigga, I am I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot better than I've been. Yeah. Um I feel like I'm on a different word road for whatever reason. Maybe it's like on the being on the precipice of turning thirty. Mm-hmm. Um but also like I was saying, the the Taurus and Moon. Every yeah. time that shit comes around during the year, like the Taurus and Moon, I feel it and be strong and be telling me this is a time for you to get your shit together and to set patterns that'll just carry you throughout the year, right? Mm. <clears throat> and so, like, usually what happens? I, so, like, I struggle with doing things. I struggle with completing things. I struggle with like continuing on. Um, and there are certain things I've been trying to do for years that was just like being cycles of like starting and not finishing, starting, not finishing. And like when I do those and back of my mind, I'm like, I won't really finish it, but I keep trying when I start. I'm like, eh, I'm pretty sure this won't be it, but I'm going to keep going. (laughs) Right. I don't know why. But anyway, so but I think what's so crazy, what's so wild, right, about this time around with me doing so many things like that I've been doing for years and just been like fuck it mm-hmm. is like I genuinely feel like this time I'm gonna get it you know this time I'm gonna finish this project this time I'm gonna do this this time I'm gonna do that and I've never had that feeling before where I'm like I am going to do yeah. it like this is like I'm going to do it. Like, not, oh, I hope so. No, nigga, this is going to be it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to finish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to complete it. And that shit is so powerful. Yeah. Like, it's really powerful to to know that. You know what I mean? It's not It's not even me being like, I think it's me. I know. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Oh, wow. I've never felt this powerful in my life. Wow. Honestly. It's really cool. Yeah. Wow. So delicious. I feel good. I feel good. And, um, yeah. Wow. It's okay. Yeah. Thank you. Like, <laughs> let me suck these chairs up. They're no, trying to come out. Because, Wait, listen, I'm back di- here. No, they're no, back no. Here. Let them let drop. Uh, drop them. Uh, let them drop. Uh, drop they, to the they, flow they, and the uh, down uh, and the low. I'm good. Listen, because I'm just going to. I. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Probably since Friday, mm-hmm. I've just been crying at the thought of us recording again. <laughs> I've been crying. 
crying about everything, to be honest and clear, but... I don't know. Just a lot of... Oh, is that it? That is it. (laughs) Just, you know, a lot of things coming to a close and a lot of new shit that, like... And I had this internal conversation this morning. Like, bitch, did, did you manifest all of this? Like, did you do this? And, you know, the jury's still out. But, I mean, like, who else could have? Who the fuck else? And I am just, like, completely overwhelmed by being able to see a thing in your head and manifest it in your actual real life. I saw things. I imagined. I imagined. Oh, my fucking God. Do you know that the first... So, we haven't talked about anything. Oh, God. (laughs) This is... This is a lot. I can, like, the heaviness, like, it got heavier here just now. Mm. Like, it did. Like, I can feel, like, the atmosphere changing. Mm. But it's not, like, a bad heavy No, it's just all of the things Uh, coming into the room. (laughs) At one goddamn time. Um, uh, listen, I actually, I think it was, like, a week before um, Solange's album came out. Mm -hmm. I was um, having a call with Jamari, a coaching call, and... Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe we were just talking. Mm-hmm. And um, he was asking about my process in creating art. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about how my visual art is, like, the realest, most tangible um, form of, like, manifestation that I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Of, like, my surreal art that I make. Um, because it's literally, like, me seeing a thing in my head... And, like, also my conscious self having a conversation with, oh, my God, this tattoo. Oh. Oh, my it's, God. It's peeling shit. Like. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that was in the peeling stage. Lord have mercy. Oh, my Get ashy God. every three minutes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> But just to see something in your head and, mm-hmm. and consciously you're like, bitch, this doesn't exist for real. <laughs> and like you having to push past that mm-hmm. and just being like, but it's a thing in my head that I can definitely create in the real world. Yeah. And um, anyway, yeah. So when when that was the first song on when when I get home, I was just like. I was inconsolable. I almost had a panic attack listening to that album. I was so stressed out. <laughs> My nigga. So um, like, I... It's I'm so, gonna fucking finish this uh, thing, though, by the fact... Oh, by shit. The way, so please take No, me. but, like, that... What she just said was so real, because, like, I remember after, like, the fifth or sixth listen of that album, mm-hmm. man, I played it over and over. Yeah. Over and fucking over, right? I was, like... I, I was, like... This is a whole album of intentions. Just yeah. like that's it. Like setting intentions mm-hmm. and having that shit manifest in the real world. Mm-hmm. I remember um, somebody was talking about how they went to see Solange recently, and she was singing "I Saw Things I Imagined," mm-hmm. and she started crying because she was like, "My nigga, I literally saw this in my head before yes. it happened." Yes, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god." Like, feeling how powerful manifestation is, is so wild, man. Yeah. 
like when you when you when you feel how powerful you actually are, mm-hmm. and it, it scares you, but also it's like comforting because you're like, wow, I can actually this create shit real. that yeah. I want. Yeah. I can bring this shit to me. Yeah. Woo! Jesus, Jesus. Praise him in advance. <sighs> wow, an album of intentions. Yes, I. I mean. That album for me was just so much like, bitch, this is who I am and this is what I've created. And you may like it and you may not, but this is what the fuck I came here for. Um, This is what my ancestors brought me this far for. And that's That's it. it. (laughs) Period. I'm so good. I'm grateful. I am grateful. Same. Mm. Like, I've actually started practicing gratefulness too recently. Mm. You know what I mean? That shit is crazy. Like, just throughout Nigga. the day, just saying, I'm grateful about this. Or, but like, practice is so much that like, it just becomes second nature. Right. But, but like, not to the point where it's like, it feels like it's on autopilot. Like, right. you're legitimately grateful for shit. You're yeah. like, wow. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, this is great. Oh. So many things. Listen, <laughs> there's so fucking much. And I I was recently talking to my mom. Um, so I started managing an artist. Um, and he's from the South. He, like, takes his time. And I have just been learning so fucking much from him mm-hmm. about gratitude and about just fucking resting and it just, it's just wild um the things the things that you can open yourself up to when you like decide to be open um because like for all intents and purposes like he brought me on to be his manager to like get him you know in line and ready Mm -hmm. to go and you know to Mm -hmm. do all the shit um but like what is actually happening is like this just divine relationship and um exchange and interdependence Mm -hmm. um that I like did not know that I was signing up for. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's just so wonderful. Just, and you know, a lot of, it's also really interesting to be managing this artist because um, a lot of how he shows up in the world mm-hmm. is like, just as his authentic self. Like, it's it's not some branded shit. It's not some like, it's just like, look, I am this singing ass, country ass nigga from <laughs> from whatever Kojic Church <laughs> in North Carolina, and I am grateful for every fucking thing that I have received, and I'm grateful for every fucking person that has been a part of my process, and I'm gonna tell y'all bitches when I'm grateful, and that will be all the time. So get fucking used to it, bitch. Amen. And it is just so wild because, you know, you come into, like, 
an industry relationship thinking like okay we need to get this social media plan and we still do but like it's so radically different because mm-hmm. I also I have other friends who manage artists mm-hmm. and the way that they think about um, their artists brands are mm-hmm. are like to be honest and clear like very in line with like mainstream whatever which mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. um, but it's just it's it's also forcing me to slow down and remind myself like is this is this the I don't know is this the way that that my artist's name is Dexter Mm -hmm. is this the way that Dexter shows up in the world and is this applicable to his career and Mm -hmm. um, in some cases it is but like always with adaptation Mm -hmm. always with some changes that accommodate the fact that like Dexter is a real person who is like just a real person (laughs) and he's not here to be a brand Mm -hmm. and I don't know I'm just so grateful and then also like just his insistence on like taking time and like shit can happen tomorrow because I'm again coming in one <laughs> Virgo rising <laughs> but two also Virgo rising coming into a managerial like space I'm like yeah 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 boom 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 here's the agenda here's the schedule we gotta do this now boom 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 and he's just like you know what if it doesn't happen today guess what bitch tomorrow works and if tomorrow doesn't work, guess what? <laughs> it's going to be another day to do it, bitch. <laughs> Go lay your head ass, head ass down. And I am so deeply grateful. Um, so that's that's one of one of a million praise reports that I have. Um, but just learning how important gratitude is mm-hmm. and observing Dexter moving, move through the world is just like right like I can choose joy Mm -hmm. and I can choose that joy by like honoring the things that I'm already joyful about Mm. are we giving praise reports I mean nigga we who knows we ain't recorded in 19 years Lord mercy but I just want to give a little praise report Um, so like two weeks ago around two weeks ago I had a little conversation with my mama right Mm -hmm. it was a it was regarding me being like a queer person right um like, I mentioned it. It didn't take center stage, but we kind of talked about it. Yeah. Then we talked about it a little deeper later. Mm-hmm. And um, I just mentioned to her, like, Ma, I feel like we haven't really talked about it. And, you know, you have a gay black son. Yeah. And that's not going to change. It's just <laughs> it's, not. It's not changing. As that's much as you think ignoring it will yeah, <laughs> yeah. make it go away. It just it isn't. Don't. And then we <laughs> talked a little further about it. And um, she seemed... She seemed like her her usual like kind of like kind of trying to act like push it away self. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I get it, yeah. Okay, yeah. but can we be done can we, with right. this please? Um but I was like I was insisting on okay, mind you understand what I'm saying though. She was like, Yeah, I understand. All right, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. We had a good conversation about it. So fast forward to today, right? Mm-hmm. I'm leaving, I call my mama. I'm like, Hey mom, I'm leaving, you know what I mean? I'm going out. <laughs> right? <laughs> and she's like <laughs> In her 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 best Trini accent, because um, my mom is a Christian Trini, yeah. Christian Trini, a Christian Caribbean woman. You understand yes. me? She said, oh. <laughs> she said, "Oh, you're going to see one of your little boyfriend." I was like, one one of them. 
First of all, yeah. But no. <laughs> but I was like, did this just happen? Yes. Like, is this? Yes. I saw things I imagined. Mm. Like, I imagined being able to talk to my mom openly about this kind of stuff and her responding, like, mostly in a humorous way so we can joke and shit about that because I love joking with my mama. Mm-hmm. So I saw things I imagined and this shit is coming to fruition mm-hmm. and all I had to do was speak it. Yeah. Like, this shit was in my head for years and yeah. all I had to do was speak it and it would come. So now it's here. I've been fearing it for so long, and all I had to do was open my mouth. Mm. Whew. Mm. I was on cloud nine. I was on cloud nine the entire time just coming down here. I was Amen. just like, ain't God good. This is so, it's so, it's so wild, y'all. I'm just like, I, I've always feared talking to my mom about this, and I just kind of like accepted that we would just have a yeah. pretty distant relationship, like close, but not close. Right. You know what I mean, like not right. intimate, really. Um, but it's coming because it's something I imagined and I saw it, and it's coming. Yes. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Oh my god. Uh, and. I think it's just so wild the things that can happen in our lives when we give ourselves permission. Mm. <clears throat> because it's it's always always what happens. The like trickle down effect is other people receive permission. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the moment that we decide we can stop telling ourselves no, everyone else gets a yes as well. And that is so fucking powerful. Yes. And I'm just learning the fuck out of that, yo. Oh my god. What is the song? Okay, so there's a song by Adam Ness. He's a black queer singer. Oh, he's wonderful. Out of um Chicago or Detroit, one of them. Um and he has a song called No Lack and I think it's like what do you lack? Shit, I forgot. Anyway, <laughs> it's actually like bitch, what do you lack? Have you asked for it? Have you have you spoken it? And I was just like, bitch, you might be onto something. <laughs> just might. Just maybe. Because I'm, I'm thinking about it a lot. But have I said it out loud? Ugh. <laughs> for what? <laughs> for what, bitch? Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Speaking. <sighs> kiss my ass. God. <laughs> wow. Anything else you want to update the same song? Um, nothing in general, no. Just, like, that was, I think, the most powerful thing. Um, yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. For me, um, since we last recorded. So, at this point, we have two lost tapes. <laughs> oh, my fuck. <laughs> we recorded one maybe two months ago, a month ago two months it has to be something like that two months ago and then we recorded one a really long time ago both of them are lost in the sauce anyway (laughs) um i have finished my coaching relationship with salivating (laughs) finished my coaching relationship with jamari and that was really emotional for me and i actually i might have I don't know. I can't remember what we have discussed and haven't on this podcast. But um, it it ended just as magically as it started. Mm-hmm. 
and I had a period of like coaching drop where I was just like what am I gonna do now that I just <laughs> and like it's such That's a real, real. feeling yeah. it's such a real feeling and um, I was just really stressed for a while and it's been a, just an interesting journey to like come back to myself and also like as I'm doing that also reintegrate all of the things that I learned in coaching with Jamari um, I've started locks like who am I here you're that <laughs> am, nigga. I, am I eat pray love you're that this is my Saturday's return eat so, pray nigga yeah eat, <laughs> eat pray nigga because nigga is synonymous with love yes. amen um yeah a lot of a lot of shit is happening and I'm filled with gratitude and terror like both those, of those bitches things. can go hand in hand yeah. so often they I get are. it um so yeah that's where I'm at I mm. feel like I have more things but I'm sure they'll come up later yeah amen let's get this amen. bitch started <laughs> yeah alright saints welcome hallelujah <laughs> welcome back to as you know the most consistent podcast <laughs> um awarded by the Tonys we and EGOT out here for our timeliness and you niggas will deal and will um so this is the workshop 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 (laughs) ha the workshop first naming it I wanted to put an A between H and P because it's we really shouldn't have a podcast and I was, but we were like, no, it's an article. No, thank you. Um, like, no, fuck that. What the fuck you want No. Anyway. Thank God um, for Jesus. <laughs> we are the Worship Podcast. We are two fat, black, queer, churchy ass niggas who are discussing our navigation of our healing. And that's who the fuck we are. That's who the fuck we've been. And that's who the fuck we're going to continue to be. Except for this nigga over here. We might have to switch it up. One fat, one... Uh, one well, skinny, let's be clear. I'm going to be fat forever. Okay? One fat, one thick. I may be societal acceptable fat. Okay. But right. I will be a fat nigga. Let's okay. be clear. I don't want... I will be a fat nigga. Amen. And I... This is going to come up later. But yeah, I... Yeah, that's true. But you niggas... This stare of death. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Amen. Amen. Um, so I am Janae. And I who am I today? I'm gonna be on Wait! No, if we're being new people. No, no, I'm okay. Andre. Um I've been um like um toying with like going by Julian. Ooh. Because I like on. that name. Like yeah. it's my middle name. I like it more yeah. than Andre. So Tell we'll see how I feel. Can I call you Julian? I would love that. Okay. I'm gonna call you Julian. Amen. Wow. How delicious. Right. Oh my God. Wow, <laughs> Julian. Amen. Amen. Okay, so it's John Julian. Yeah. Out here doing it. <laughs> um Okay, let's let's do let's this start. bitch. Let's start with okay, the first so segment. Um, what's the first segment? It's the rawness. The raw and Anita. Notice that um, my S's are a little bit weird because I have a tongue guard in y'all. 
I've had a tongue guard in. I'm, d- I'm doing orthodontic treatment, right? So I've had a tongue guard in for like the last month or so. Wow. <sighs> it's, a, it's hindered so many things, but, yeah. you know, God is good. All the time. And uh, eventually I will get this shit out and while out. Amen? What is the tongue guard for? So basically what this nigga said <laughs> was that um, I'm out here swallowing incorrectly. So I'm when sorry. I swallow, my tongue goes like to the bottom of my mouth okay. and like pushes out. But your tongue is supposed to like rest on the top of your palate, like the top of your mouth. Okay. And I was like, so I've been doing this wrong my whole life. How does that affect you? Um, it pushes my teeth out. And it also... Um, I think that's it. No, yeah. That just sounds like some, sh- some shit these niggas was like. That's what I feel like. <laughs> what is it called? An upcharge? <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> a tongue guard, nigga. No, I'm saying oh, it's, it's, it's an upcharge. Oh, yeah. Like, well, like it, how it they is. do it at it like, McDonald's or some shit. You want, yeah. some, you want an apple pie? Right, 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 right. right, right. <laughs> you look um, a little bit hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I was just like, whatever, nigga. Just put it off. Fuck. Yeah. But it's the most annoying thing. I've gotten used to it a lot more. Yeah. But like, when I first got it, I was like, y'all are fucking kidding me. I know you fucking lying. I was like, are you going to push this up further into the top of my mouth? He's like, no. I was like, excuse me? How am I supposed to talk? Y'all hear me talking right now, but look, I was talking for like a a week or two. I was talking like that. I was like, y'all lucky that I don't have to, I don't work a customer service job. Y'all lucky I don't have to talk on the phone because I would be like, bitch, take this out now. Cut it. Anyway, so the Raw and Honest, right? Yes. It's a segment where it's basically a self-read. We talk about shit that's been going on, that's that's, uh, basically told us, hey, you know, you ain't shit. You need to get that together. Mm -hmm. And and we've been like, I guess, girl. And we either try or ignore it. So, hello? Yeah, it's Edora. It's Edora. (laughs) And no in between. Um, You want to start a nigga? Of course, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that the 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 gag is if you <laughs> fucking describe. That's how it goes. If you describe the bitch, you don't have to start it. All right, so Ron, honest. Um. Okay, so this week has been a week of just l- lots of weird bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think for me, um, I am definitely stepping have been moving into a place of trusting myself before I spiral into crisis mode. Mm-hmm. And that has been so illuminating for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of times, like just in the past week that I have, instead of spinning out into a crisis, just being like, Hey, Janae, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> Guess what, bitch? You have 29 years of experience with crises. You actually don't have to catastrophize this. You don't have to, like, blow this out of the water, out of proportion. Um, And that's really... it's, It's just been wild to look at so many situations that I know in any other context at any other point in my life mm-hmm. would have just been an all out at five <laughs> what is it a five alarm fire yeah. I would have been the dog in the fucking burning house <laughs> like all of this shit and like now it's just like look bitch like you trust yourself to be able to solve this thing um, you have the skills to solve it mm-hmm. and um 
it's just been wild to trust that and it's it's just it's been so wild to see how that like affects also how I interact with other folks Mm -hmm. because I think like when I lean into my like catastrophizing self like I also like tend to reach out to a lot of people and be like please please everything is going underwater I don't know where the fuck I'm going and like that actually creates more pandemonium than actually is needed Mm -hmm. and like there is none needed because Mm -hmm. I can do it Um, which is not at all to say that I like internalize everything and don't ask for help Mm but I'm very intentional about like where I seek my help and what Mm -hmm. kind of help I'm seeking Mm -hmm. so I don't know that's just been a wild turn of events for me of of being more mindful and shout out to my therapist that I had for like five weeks <laughs> and then she went on vacation for the month of april and <laughs> we haven't talked since so but she was amazing i'm sorry they were amazing um oh yeah so that was also another like what the fuck <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing <sighs> anyway so that is my raw and honest that um trusting yourself allows has allowed for me was that a fly i don't know what it was it was something flying something flying yeah okay so i wasn't tripping earlier okay um trusting myself Mm -hmm. is like a key to being able to not completely fall apart all Mm -hmm. the time every time something goes wrong because there will always be something going wrong yeah and not going to plan um so that's been really helpful Amen. How about you, bro? Um, basically, it's going to be a repeat of what you said. Amen. Synchronously, nigga. Um, trusting that I know what the fuck I'm doing. Trusting mm-hmm. that I know what the fuck is best for me. Yes. And I know how to yes. navigate things. So, um, so, oh, and knowing that I deserve something. Mm-hmm. You know? Trusting that when I have a feeling I deserve more than this or deserve more than whatever, I'm like, okay. So... Um, I guess the most recent example of this I can think of is like why does it always have to do with a nigga it always has to do with a fucking nigga right you got that fridge door open that's why you just got that fridge off the you took the door off the fridge you turned into a black mama on a fridge oh you wanna close the door oh okay oh god okay (laughs) so like I've been dealing with like a few niggas right Mm -hmm. and just like the the vibe they give off the energy they give off the way they interact with me I've been like this isn't really this isn't really something I'm excited about um it's not really giving me what I think I need or whatever what I like Mm mhm and I'm like, ugh, I don't want this, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, the feelings of... I think we talked about this on Worship before. The feelings of scarcity and, like, um, yeah, lack just come in. You're like, okay, well, let's just keep trying this. Maybe, mm-hmm. whatever, maybe, whatever. Like, let's just keep on trying it. Even though it's, like, Make maybe it continue at to the bang mo- my head against the wall. <laughs> yes, See if another outcome basically. other than my head bleeding yeah, and getting, uh, right. getting a concussion. Right. <laughs> so like it's been so like let me come like, keep going, even though this is maybe at best twenty five percent of what I like. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. On a good day. Yeah. Right? 
So, okay, let me keep going down this path, right? And, um, so, like, just dealing with them over, like, there's, like, some people I've been dealing with, like, for, like, an extended period of time, over three months, and then, like, like people I've been dealing with for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. And... Dealing with... <laughs> Yeah, I don't like. Look, I can't even language, say language. Words mean things. They do. You've um, been dealing with these niggas. Yeah, that's basically it. Like, even though like I've gone on dates and shit, would I even call it dating? Mm. Not really, because it's not. Yeah. Ugh. So these films are scarcely, and these films like I have to hoard things. You know, just like have to keep them near me. Mm-hmm. Um, had had like reared their ugly head, and I was like, ugh. Even though I was, like, miserable, like, dealing with somebody's niggas, most, all, whatever. Let's just say all. I'm like, uh, this turned into some, ended it all. Let's just say all. I'm like, uh, let's just see where this can go. So, recently, um. What's recently? Like, within the last week or two. Okay. I thought you said you wasn't fucking with these niggas the last time yeah. we talked, but that's okay. When was the last time we talked? Last Sunday, nigga? Yeah, within, like, the last week, oh, okay, nigga, okay, okay, or okay. two. Like, cool. Um. I let all of these niggas go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I let them all the fuck go. I was like, some of, some of them, I um, I told, I was like, hey, yo, I'm just not feeling this. Like, it's cool, whatever. I'm just, you know, whatever. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then some of them, I just never, like, contacted. Um, and they didn't contact me. Um Let's be clear about one thing that happened. God did something. God did something amazing, right? Mm-hmm. This is one that I've been talking to for like a month, right? Um, he's like, he's boring. Like, I don't know about boring, but like, his interactions with me are really dry. So yeah. I'm like, ugh, whatever. And I keep on trying. I keep on trying to make it. And like, every once in a while, he'll show, like, it's like some type of like interest or interesting yeah. Yeah, shit, features. but then it'll just like go right back down. And like, what I keep on doing is trying to like pull that can out, we, right? Can we bring it? Can we bring that bring out? Bring that girl back, right? But it's like, ugh, right? So recently, I was on my way to work. There's a pond by my house. Mm-hmm. I'm not by my house, by my job, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm walking past the goddamn pond, right? With my phone in my hand. Mm-hmm. Guess what falls in the pond? No. My motherfucking phone. No. I'm like, this has got to be a fucking joke. I go into the pond and I pull my phone out. I'm like, bitch, please let this work. Please let this work. I turn on, it turns on, but then it starts fucking up. Mm-hmm. Take it to the Apple store. I'm like, hey, yo, my phone fell into a fucking pond. What can we do? They said, okay, well, this is ruined, so we can't fix it. Um, but because I'm doing Apple Pay, I mean Apple Care, and mm-hmm. they have like the lost and damaged, like water damage shit now, yeah. they gave me a brand new phone. Uh, Give God a praise for that, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, one thing that happened is I'm, I love procrastinating, right? So, my phone has been telling me for probably a year, you need to back your shit up, right? Or you need to get more storage and memory because. Ain't no more backup space, right? Ain't none. None. So, I was like, okay, girl, whatever. <laughs> For a year. Yeah. Okay, sure. I'll get it eventually. So, when my... Oh, my God. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> this happened to me, too. When my phone <laughs> fell into the pond, yes. and I got the new one, 
The only thing I had was the backup from a year ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That includes phone numbers. Mm-hmm. So, the nigga who I've been dealing with for a month, the last time he checked me was like on Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. He hasn't texted me back since. We don't know him. We don't know him. I don't know his number. Don't know it. I think I met him on Tinder. Mm-hmm. I don't have the the password. Look at God. You hear me? Wow. The password that I put on wow. Tinder was a suggested password that iPhone uses so he could save in. I don't know that fucking password. It. it was a whole bunch of letters and numbers and like symbols. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know her. So guess what? I cannot log on to Tinder to contact him again. This is so delicious. Wow. Don't know his number. Can't contact him. Last time he contacted me was on Wednesday. I said, oh, you know, hopefully he'll text me back. It's Sunday, no, nigga. Look, and God was, when, the moment you said that, God was like, bitch, you don't mean that. I don't. <laughs> you don't mean that. I fucking don't. <laughs> and I have no way to contact this nigga. Yeah. Like, literally no way. I don't know. I don't know his address. I don't know his phone number. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything. God is, God is moving. God don't be fucking around with me. Listen. Because you I will fuck around with me. I will you. fuck around with me all day. All, all fucking day. <laughs> I will play my fucking self all day, right? But God be something sometimes and be like, nah, nigga, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. But nigga, you had to drop my phone in the pond for this? Like, no, okay, I have to think about it. How fucking dramatic God gotta be dropping my phone in a fucking pond? So that I can get the fucking clue. But is that God being dramatic or how dramatic are you? I feel like me and my God. Me me and my God are alike. So I'm dramatic as fuck. God is more God is probably my dramatic times two. Because like he has to be drama. So a messy bitch who lives in drama. Bunch of niggas assault. What? God is a messy messy bitch who lives for drama. And I love I love God for that. You know what I mean? But I I even found gratefulness in that. Yeah. Like, wow. And if he ever texts me back again, I'm gonna be like, hey, this ain't it. You have you be good. Yes. yes. I'm gonna go this way. You go that way. Wow. Whatever's whatever. Because mm-hmm. like I <laughs> I ran out of room for like halfway anything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <sighs> Coming from, like, a place of scarcity, right? Like, growing up in scarcity, growing up in poverty. Yeah. Always never knowing when something else that you needed was going to come. Yeah. You're just hoping that it'll be there. Naturally, when I get older, I extend that to everything. People, things. So when somebody comes into my life, and this has been my whole life, giving me, like, 10% of what I actually want, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's good enough. Yeah. And I'll hold on to that. And I need to do everything to hold. To everything. Yeah. You can abuse me 90% of the time, but that 10%, mm. cool. As long as it's giving me something. Yeah. My nigga is, like I said, I don't know if it's about to turn 30, whatever it is, but I, any halfway anything, my nigga, mm. I just don't have the bandwidth for it. Yeah. Like, I don't have... The energy. I don't have the space for it. It's just nothing. It, it doesn't exist for me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, I'm grateful that these events are happening. I'm getting the strength to, like, speak up and, like, actually. Because, like, when it comes to, like, people, mm-hmm. like, typically I've never, like, told somebody, hey, I can't do this no more. Like, I just kind of, like, 
wait till they do it or we mm-hmm. just lose contact. Like, actually telling somebody, mm-hmm. yo, I don't want to do this. Right. Like, actually coming from a place of, like, believing, hey, this ain't what I want and something better will come. Mm. Like, that's like, nigga, no, it, like, everything in me, like, all my experiences tell me, no, it won't. Hold on to that. Nothing else will come better. Mm. Hold on to what the fuck you have. But actually being able to be like, you know what, thank you, but no thank you. Yeah. And, like, believing and knowing that, like, this ain't the end all be all. Yeah. Uh. I find so much power in that, and I'm so grateful but, like, the self-read part, because this is Uranus, is that I need to stop thinking that better will not come for me. Mm. Better will always come for me. Yeah. If, I, if I'm able to, like, have certain things come to me and, like, it not being what I want, I'm just like, okay, thanks, and moving yeah. on. If I pass these tests, I don't even like to call it tests, but if I pass, if I, if these things happen and I'm like, okay, if I practice what I actually want to come, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? These things will pass me by and what I actually want will come to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the process of like internalizing that, mm-hmm. that I don't have to hold on to halfway shit. Come on. I don't have to keep on like telling myself that whatever comes is enough. This seat is saved. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't yes. say this. <laughs> no. Oh, you're like 10%. I'm sorry. No, no I'm this sorry. is a 100% seat. Yes, absolutely. And like being able to like look somebody, well, most of these niggas I talk on the phone with. Okay. Like, or FaceTime. But yeah. being able to look somebody in the eye and being like, look, um, thank you. Yeah. But actually, I don't want to do this. And like actually sticking to it and not going back. Remember I was telling you in the beginning how powerful I feel? I've, I've been feeling so powerful because I've been able to, like, do something, yeah. stick to it, and being okay with it. Yes. Like, truly being okay being with okay. it. That being okay? That's a game changer. Listen, nigga, because I, I too, have been in a very real place. I think it's some combination of, like, um, watching one of my friends grieve publicly. Mm-hmm. Um like online mm-hmm. and on her um, Instagram on her social media generally um, and also like having friends like my friend Chris and like Jamari definitely who are very like black and white cut and dry like mm-hmm. this is just what it is like I'm not going to soften this because it doesn't need to be softened because it's just my truth mm-hmm. and that's what it is and like do what you need to with that but like I'm not spending I'm not (laughs) couching this in a bunch of palatable bullshit because that's wasting my time Mm -hmm. and I've really and and my friend who is grieving like just her honesty and, and openness about like how people have engaged her under the guise of like supporting her and grieving but like so much of it is centered on them making sure they feel like they're doing something good Mm -hmm. um anyway just so much of their clarity has informed how i show up in the world to the extent that yesterday i was talking about so i was talking to someone i wasn't talking to someone i am subletting 
um, a space from well I wanted to sublate a space from this woman and um, we talked about it um, and then I came back to her and let her know like hey I'm not going to be able to move in or, or sublet when I initially thought but I can still pay you for that time because I just really wanted to not have to deal with the hassle mm -hmm. of finding a new place to sublet or whatever and she was like oh no baby like it's all good like just pay me for when you're gonna be there and whatever um so we had that conversation and it was like okay this is when I'll pay you I told her I'd pay her a month in advance and um all was good until <laughs> yesterday morning when I look on the internet to see the space a, a, an ad posted for the space that I'm supposed to be subletting for this time that I'm supposed to be subletting it I'm sorry okay <laughs> what in the fuck what kind of alternate universe did I step into? <laughs> so I'm like, at that point, I was just like, you know what? I'm not even ent entertaining this bullshit. I'm just going to like look for another sublet. And uh, eventually, at some point in the day, I text her and I was just like, hey, um, kind of confused about why I saw an ad posted for something that we've already agreed that I was going to be doing like whatever and like an hour later she responds and she's just like I don't know I didn't feel very sure I didn't know if you were gonna not show up and so I'm like bitch why wouldn't you ask me so instead of instead of doing the back and forth thing for some shit that should have just been a phone call honestly like, in the first it. place that's it um I I deleted the whole text that I drafted and I was just like cool uh -oh, that? okay I was just like cool I hope you find what you're looking for take care and I was just like oh this is what this meme is that niggas are passing around talking about uh when you delete your whole text and say okay that's growth because yeah. I always every time I've read that before literally yesterday mm -hmm. I was just like niggas are so petty like this is just petty like but no literally just being like i'm not going to engage this i there will be better I there can... will be better and this like Whew. thing as i heard you talking all that kept returning to me is like trust is abundance um or like trust brings abundance or mm -hmm. like whatever but like that inherent connection between trust and abundance mm -hmm. Um, is so important and like I, I don't know I, I think about myself like even like a month ago or like a year ago and I would have just been like scrambling to do anything to make sure that I can prove to her that she yeah. can trust me and like it'll all work out I'm, I'm good for it and and instead I was just like sis <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you going through but go with God sis and that's it and I'm so grateful that I'm here in this moment to witness this version of myself because, whoo, bitch. I love you so much. It's been a wild road. I love you so much. That part. Nigga. Where you just said. Nigga. Trying to prove to someone that you are worth something or that you can be trusted. If you don't have it, you don't have it. 
I don't, I'm not going to build your trust for you. Do you know how much time I've wasted with niggas trying to prove to them that I am something? Mm. Trying to prove to them that I'm worth their time. Bitch, guess what? <laughs> if you don't see a girl, you don't see it. And we can move the fuck on. What was it in the um, the Washington Post, if you don't get it? You, you don't, don't get, get it. it. <laughs> and that's just what it and is. And that's on period. Okay? That is it. Like, I, I am not trying. I am no longer trying to prove to you niggas that I'm worth something. No. There will be someone. If nobody comes, nigga, I know you, I'm worth you something. Are I am worth something. And there are niggas who know that I'm worth something. Yes. And I don't got to prove it to them. Mm. We're done, nigga. Like, no. Why keep going through this process of trying to prove your worth to people? I'm not, I, I'm not doing it no more. Oh, and that I'm feels- not doing it. It feels like such a direct, like, outgrowth of capitalism. Because I'm, like, thinking about how everything in capitalism is, like, what is it, buyer? Productivity-based? No, like, buyer-based. Like, Mm. everything is, like, how do we present this thing to the buyer to ensure that they want to buy it? Um, Because if they don't buy it, we go out of business. And, like... That's act, we don't have to think about our lives in that way. Mm-mm. We can just show up, and if niggas like what's on display, bomb. If not, it's a million other stores. Period. <laughs> Period, bitch. <laughs> I just and I I forgot what I was saying that about. I I was talking about oh, I was talking about relationships and how how taken aback I was I think it was earlier in the this week or last week mm-hmm. um, how taken aback I was by like witnessing the switch that happens in my brain mm-hmm. when I go from looking at someone as like just a nigga that I know into like a nigga that I'm interested in romantically mm-hmm. and how like it's just so weird <laughs> like <laughs> how I engaged anyway mm. but um i don't know what i was saying y'all know it'd be freaking shit it's okay um <laughs> anyway yes amen we not proving nothing to no niggas period that's so much energy i just i uh, maybe maybe sometime <laughs> city girls asmr period. oh my god period How would it tra- how would Trini say period? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god. Do you watch B- Don BBW? What? Oh my god. Is that a show? Don BBW. He actually did the art for um oh shit. <laughs> he did the art for what is Terrence Terrence Nance's show? Um, oh, HBO. Um, Flying. Uh, the Flyness. Re- uh, yeah, Random Acts of Flyness. Random Acts of Flyness, mm-hmm. yeah. So Don BBW did the art for Random Acts of Flyness. Ooh. So that um, the the image of the 
person and then the baby or something. What is the image of I, Anyway, he did the art for that. Amen. And he's like, I don't know, maybe 23 or 24. Mm. Um, I say all this to say, wow, that was a lot of calling back information <laughs> to say this tiny thing. <laughs> the way that he says period, he's from Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> it's like period or some shit. And I'll just be like, girl, where did all these words come from? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I encourage everyone to watch Don BBW. Also, I'm featured in one of his most recent videos. Ooh. Um, he, this bitch permed his edges. <laughs> oh, that's that's what you're talking about. Oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Him. Are you in that video? Yes, I am. What the fuck, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm sure I'm the only person over the oh age my of sixteen. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm literally the only bitch over the age of 16 in that video. I stand for that nigga so much. He walks a very tight rope, though. The shit that he be posting sometimes, I'll be like, girl, you trolling real hard like a white girl. But are you pulling up the video? I don't know where it is. Okay, I'll pull it up. Um, library? I don't know. I don't oh my even God. know. Slaying my edges? Is this the one? No, I think it's... Oh man. We oh relaxing magics. Here we go. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I think your edges look cute. Like you could like you know like swoop them a little bit. Like you know do the little swoops and stuff. But that's all you need to do. Woo, nigga. <laughs> your edges. But I see the vision. And I That was it. It was just a very simple nigga. And I I would like to take responsibility for being the reason why this nigga is now over 100k subscribers. So that's just that on that. Um Wow, that was a huge tangent. I'm so sorry, y'all. I love fucking huge tangents. That sounds real dirty, but... Ooh, so dirty. Okay, so that was Raw and Honest. Raw Honest. Give us a song, say. Um, yeah, that's all I have. So, <laughs> so here we go with the motherfucking church affirmation, yeah. You were you had checked out if you weren't ma- paying me any attention I or you, but all of those all but I feel like you were also trying to check out. I was I was trying attempting. It didn't work. It did not work. Oh my god, my stomach. <laughs> Listen, so the almond I, it's not even almond milk. That's mm. like soy milk or something. I don't know. It's some other. Oh god, it's worse. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I was I was triggered after that almond milk experience I was just like bitch I can't oh no no it's because that's coconut that's why I got it it's it's coconut okay I haven't touched it in years though so years and yet you told me to go see your fucking prison check see about it I I will cuss anyway one one thing I did want to mention though um nigga fuck what? what What is it that you want? Okay, thank you. It's not about 
<laughs> oh my god yeah um jesus christ i just forgot it <laughs> what were you talking about at the end of your raw and honest damn we were talking about a lot um the last thing i mentioned was like having to prove to niggas proving to niggas that you are worth uh, that's not that's not what oh, i was thinking jesus. what else were you talking about Rewind. Yeah, that so makes so much sense. Wow. <laughs> we can wow, do that. Niggas really be operating out of logic. <laughs> wow. I just be trying to invite niggas to exist in this <laughs> zero gravity ethereal space, and niggas be like, "Bitch, just hit rewind." <laughs> it's fucking 2019, silly hell. <laughs> anyway, okay, we're. It's church affirmation time. I'll remember whatever the fuck it was when I remember it. And I'm going to eat some mango. Unless you want me to cover it. Because I got a little church affirmation for you. Wow. I know it's your fave. So I'm going to let you. Okay. So, I'll let y'all know what a church affirmation is. No, I'll do it. Oh. So church affirmation yes. is basically us. Me. Explain. <laughs> Okay. Um, expounding on the true translation of the word of God. Yes. Giving you a verse, a thought, whatever. And be like, actually, the way you niggas have been um, explaining it over the years. Is that called exegeting? The way that you all have been exegeting? I have no idea what that is. I'll look it up. Okay. That's out of my uh, pay grade. What um, does exegete mean? <laughs> Okay. What is it called? It's it's an expounder. Or, no, I mean, oh, what is the word called? Exegete. Is that how you really pronounce it? Or mm-hmm. exegete? Hold on. I would never use that word again. But okay. Oh, bitch! Stop! Oh God, no! How do you spell it? X e g e t e. Are you serious? I think so. Siri, what does exegete mean? Oh, there's an e in front of it. Okay. Expounder or textual interpreter. Exegete. Especially of scripture. Do that's, you want to hear the remaining one? No, girl. That's that's a weird word. But okay. Um, so yeah. y'all's exegesis is wrong as fuck. Mm-hmm. And here is my good nigga, the holy Julian. Yes. With the with the with the real and living. Completely. Thank you. Um, so today, my niggas. Yes. I will be reading. Come on. Give me my Bible. Proverbs? It's right there behind your hand. Is this really a Bible? That's a fucking Bible, nigga. With your name? With my name. Who are you? (laughs) Who gave this to you? You didn't buy it. My church, but I graduated high school. (laughs) Is that the last time you opened it? (laughs) You are a harass, nigga. Oh, my grandma. It's still recording, I think. Uh, Let's see. Maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I will be reading yes. from Proverbs. Yes. The 20, what chapter? 26th chapter? Hold on, let me get there. Let me get there. Mm-hmm. See how fast you can do it. Okay. <laughs> Proverbs. Uh-huh. In the middle. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> the 26th chapter. <laughs> That's the only, okay, 26. 
We will be starting mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at the 10th verse. verse Read! 10. <laughs> the great God that formed all things both rewardeth the full. Wait, what? Are you reading I'm King, King James. James. I keep telling you. The holy this version. This is King James right here. No, it ain't. Uh, this is the new international. Okay. The sin, the uh, transgressor <laughs> version. Anyway, the great God that formed all things both rewards the full and rewards rewardeth transgressors. As a dog returns to his vomit, Ooh. so a fool returns to his folly. Come on. Seest thou a man wise in his, his own conceit? There is more hope of a fool than of him. Now, now let me read the transgressors version. Oh God, sure. Follow the transgressors listening out here. Whatever. And it reads. <laughs> like an archer who wounds who wounds at random. What the fuck is wrong with is- this? <laughs> okay. See? Are you on the ninth verse or the tenth? I'm on the tenth. Like an archer. No. You said Proverbs twenty six ten. Yeah. Like an archer who wounds, wounds, who wounds at random, is he who hires a fool or any passerby. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Oh, God, come on. Come on. Oh, my God. This is so good. Did Where did you go to? That was it. Okay. That was, I mean, if you want to read more, you can. Listen. A f- nigga. A fool. I want to talk more about being foolish because I have been on. So, when Shawnee dropped. Shawnee? <laughs> when Shawnee, Shawnee Nicholas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Dropped um, this most recent horoscope. The um, where the fuck is my phone at? Um, she there was of course this little like affirmation because that's a lot of her, um, a lot of her horoscope scopes are affirmationally based. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hor- the Jesus Janae words, <laughs> the affirmation that accompanied this most recent uh, horoscope was life is much shorter than we think. Make your art. Make a fool of yourself. Make healing your priority. Risk everything for joy. That was such a blessing. Listen, I was like, I was stuck on the risk everything for joy when I first read it. I was just completely stuck. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like loved it. And I was like, just swept up by it. Um, But in the last like two or three days I've been on this like looking foolish thing Mm -hmm. and how important it is that we are okay with being foolish with looking and being perceived as foolish um and that's just been something that I've been returning to of like um yeah being okay with being a fool which actually just means like being whoever the fuck you need to show up to this world as as opposed to pandering to any number of other people who are not yourself and Mm -hmm. your god 
Um, anyway, exegete, exegete. No, that was I needed that. Mm. Um, my nigga, like, there's so many times where where we overthink mm-hmm. things, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, do I want to look like this? Do I want to look like yeah. that? And that shit keeps you from so much. much. It, 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 it keeps you from so much joy. It keeps you from so much um, growth. It mm-hmm. keeps you away from, like, getting to the highest and best version of yourself. I definitely am a proponent of risking foolishness because yeah. it ain't really a risk. It's just going to happen. and you It's just going to happen. Be okay with it. Um... Because, um, I'm going to get back to this, but, like, mm-hmm. do you know about Brene Brown, right? hmm So, like, for a white woman, she's pretty cool. Um, and, like, just the whole thing about her talking about shame and shit and mm-hmm. about how, like, these are the things that you're risking with shame, like, which is a whole bunch of things. Yeah. But also are saying, well, when it comes to that, these are the things you're missing out on. It was, like, a list of just things that every nigga wants. Joy, yeah. peace, like love happiness when you hold on to shame no when you um what the fuck she was saying but basically oh vulnerability okay which i i kind of like they're kind of like two sides of the same coin yeah. like you know what i mean you risk your vulnerability like when you are when you lean to vulnerability mm-hmm. um you're risking shame Looking you know like all these fool. all these things yeah. but on the other side of that there's also love joy peace like creativity all these things mm-hmm. that you're missing out on just because you don't want to feel these few things yeah you're missing out on all these and i was like My nigga God. yes okay. like but anyway all right so getting back to the bible verse um it kind of goes into like what i was talking about this morning mm-hmm. um kind of like because i feel like whenever i've heard this verse in church it's always um you know, it has to do with, like, you know, never looking to your past and all that type of shit. Um, which, basically, they probably got that one right. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna show you. Um, because what it speaks to me is, like, um, how I was, like, talking about earlier, holding on to things because of a fear of scarcity. Mm-hmm. And, like, going back to things that you know just aren't really for you. It's not your judge, really. It's, it's not your shit. But you're like, it's familiar. It... I, it does something something one percent like, of the time one percent of the times and that's better than nothing right and then there's no room for growth or for you to like go forward because you keep on turning back to hold on to the shit that not no longer serves you never, never. served you in the first place never and that visual of like a dog thrown up mm-hmm. and then being like walking away and then be like, hey, let's go look that shit up again. Let's see. It was good the first time around. <laughs> it was okay. I mean, I threw it up for a reason. Right. You know, it wasn't that good. Um, but that visual of that happening and then seeing myself basically doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over again because I feel like nothing better will come. Mm-hmm. It's an eye opener. Like, I think the, the the thing about that, like, just like the fear, because you never, you don't know, like you don't, like you don't have like a solid, tangible thing telling right. you exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's why niggas keep on like being like, okay, I'll return to that. Mm-hmm. But like, you got to let go of that shit and just being like, and just know confidently that 
will happen for you. Yeah. Anything. It doesn't even have to be just romantic relationships. Yeah. It's just like anything that you're holding on to that doesn't serve you, never did serve you. You can't be afraid to let that shit go and like go toward like things that are actually um, aligned with what the fuck you're trying to do or yeah. what you're trying to be or what you're trying to have or whatever the case might be. Right. Um, don't turn to that vomit, nigga. You threw it up for a reason. You threw it up for a reason. It wasn't settling with you. It didn't It didn't mix well with you. Right. So, like, when you feel your body... Like, somebody... I was reading this today. Like, I mean, not today. Like, a few days ago. Like, a lot of times we, we don't trust our intuition. Like, when mm. our... When our Intuition, our body, our mind, our spirit is rejecting something. Come on. Like, wholly rejecting something. And we're like, I don't... Okay, yeah, but, like, let's see what we can do. Like, listen to your fucking mind. Listen to your intuition. Trust your fucking self. Your body and your mind and your spirit will know something before you do. And you have to, like, tune into those things and listen to it. Because a lot of times your conscious mind won't be aware of what the fuck is going on, but everything else will be, and it'll warn you, and it'll tell you, (sighs) nigga, like, leaning into, that's like, because, like, one of the things that, like, um, that I was taught in church is that not to lean into your own emotions and your Mm -hmm. own feelings, so that shit will lead you away, Mm -hmm. but one thing I've noticed ever since, like, not necessarily leaving the church, but like kind of like being like, I need to think of my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. My emotions, my my um, feelings have never led me wrong. Yes. If I truly feel what's going on and allow it to lead me, that should be something from the get go. Actually, no, this ain't for you. Mm-hmm. Let's just move past on. Mm-hmm. Like even with these niggas who I was dealing with, mm-hmm. I knew from get go. Like because like one thing I did was like I think a weekend I had a conversation with this nigga like yo, like the way you're communicating is like weird you know what I mean and he was like oh well like that's not how I feel and of course what I'm doing I'm taking his word for it even though my body my whole body is saying can you no. fucking stop please I do not want this right. leave him alone right. I'm like <laughs> shut up girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting yourself, <laughs> bitch. Quiet down. Shut the fuck up. Thank you. Um, yeah, like, don't turn back to that vomit, nigga. Listen to your fucking. It's so important um, to listen to your spirit, your mind, and your body. All three will lead you where you need to go when you mm-hmm. don't know. Like, we gotta stop thinking that the only source of knowledge is like what we consciously know. Come on. It's come on. No, it's not. And it's so that. The ubiquity of, like, that sort of way of moving through the world makes it so evident how faithless we are. Mm. Like, um, because literally trusting and, like, believing in abundance is all, it's purely faith. And, um... I've heard so many times, like, in the last few months, um, humans referred to as, like, the most intelligent um, animals Mm -hmm. on the planet. And I'm just like, right. And, like, we keep parroting this this thing. (laughs) And, like, we believe it. We Mm -hmm. are, what is it? Uh, (laughs) uh, I can't even see my, my left eye is, like, blurry. (laughs) 
whatever the fuck it oh do you see a man wise in his own eyes like we i and i always think about the trope of like in any like horror story that is dealing with like the the spiritual realm or whatever mm-hmm. um there's always a white man who's always. His only job in the movie is to discredit everyone else's like intuition yes literally the only role <laughs> um and that's literally how we mostly just be showing up in the world yeah like our whole body is rejecting like wholly rejecting so- like just fully full stop, stop. Full. Fucking stop. Like, no. our whole being like we be getting messages from ancestors oh, like girl God. that's not it <laughs> But we are just like, bitch, I have these two eyes and I know what I see. I'm and I determined. See, I see a black man in front of me and I'm a black woman and that is my black king. <laughs> oh God. Meanwhile, every, everything in your being is like, girl, okay, you're funeral, bitch. Have at it. Have at it. Shit. Have your way. Um, so I just oh thank you for this. I also just want to celebrate this segment because I, aside from, of course, you knowing Bible, you know Bible, (laughs) I think it was just now in this moment that I understand, like, the brilliance, the, like, added layer of brilliance that happens in this segment. Well, I think I've always, whatever. Anyway, I want to recognize it now (laughs) of, like not only you having and knowing um so first you have to know like what the church is saying Mm -hmm. using these verses to to tell people Mm -hmm. and like that is a a wisdom that i don't have (laughs) at all because i just i mean y'all niggas know i'm I was in church for the choir. For music. <laughs> okay. Um, but for you to have that knowledge, and then on top of that, the knowledge of exegesis, like, nigga, you're brilliant. Mm-hmm. You're Stop. so fucking brilliant. Stop it. No, Stop I will not. It. Because, like, church effort, like, you dead ass when we were deciding on segments, you were like, bitch, you know what? I know what niggas think the Bible says, and I know what the Bible says. That's a segment, bitch. Wow, you are fucking brilliant, nigga. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, this has been Church Affirmations. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, I- Oh, you're recording, nigga. Go ahead. I'm done. Mm -mm. You just begun. All my niggers in the whole (laughs) wide world. Oh my god. My friend Pastiche. He made the shirt, and it was the Hard Rock Cafe mm. um, logo, mm. and he kept hard. He took Ock off mm. of Rock, and it just says Hard R Cafe. It's so good. I think it got taken down, though. 
before I could buy one. So oh, good. No. I just love a, a good, brilliant nigga. <laughs> All right. So here we are, yeah. as uh, Dre has so lovingly provided us <laughs> with. We are at the All My Niggas in the Whole Wide World segment. And this is where we discuss uh, the state of the relationships in our lives. Yes. Um, be they familial, romantic, um, platonic therapeutic animalistic I don't know all of them all of um this is where we're gonna discuss them amen so I think earlier I talked about niggas right that I was doing with talking about I was like they can be nigga niggaistic yeah I, I've mm-hmm. like haven't been done with them so I don't wanna give that any more energy amen. I think what I've been noticing lately is that when I'm done with something I need to leave it and like not give it any more energy yeah. and like when I speak it I speak it my piece is done. I move on, right? So, um, I really... And I talked about my mom earlier, too. But, like, I just wanted to highlight how um, grateful I am for this developing relationship with my mom. And how I am certain that it's going to, like, get deeper. My mom is older. But, like, I'm so here for, like, learning more about her and her learning more about me and her, you know... As she gets older, um, it's fire because I think you know, like when you get older, it's like you you really don't care too much about a lot of things. A lot no. of things you're just like, girl, whatever. For, for the fuck, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I think my mom, like I think Drake took nice forward to these niggas from her because like for, yes. for what? Like yes. you gotta be nice for, for what? Who? Like. For you, bitches? Like, in this economy? Like, no. In front of my salary? <laughs> <laughs> no. You got it fucked up. Um, but yeah, I've just been, like, relishing, like, how... How, um... How, like... <laughs> how, like, it's been so much easier to talk to my mom lately. Mm-hmm. And so much easier to, like, express how I'm actually feeling about things. And her not looking at me is, like, weird. Like, my mom did a thing, right? Where, like, I expressed to her how I was feeling, like, and how, um, like, my emotions were all over the place. Um, especially since, like, I think I was, I was talking to you about, like, you know, me losing weight and shit. And mm-hmm. how it's just been, like, a whole bunch of things. And my mom was talking to me. And she was like, um, uh, what did my mom say? Um, oh, um... Damn, I lost it again. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say You're like tell, telling her about losing weight. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like I wasn't specifically talking about. I was okay. just like talking about how like my emotions were all over the place for mm-hmm. like very that, but like other reasons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly that I think, but um, she had like mentioned how um, like instead of like me being like instead of like her looking at me weird when I say you know I feel depressed, I'm like anxiety written and stuff. She was like. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, she started giving me... She, like... My mom said something... Like, she she usually... She's said something similar before. Mm-hmm. But I think she wanted to drive it home with me. Um, um, she was like, you're, like, very special. She mm-hmm. was like... This, like... I was sobbing in her room when this yeah. happened. Um, I said... She was like, you're very special. Like, very special. Mm-hmm. She was like, I knew it when I was pregnant with you. Mm-hmm. She was like, 
you know what I mean? Like, I love all my kids, and you know what I mean? I have, she has four. She said, I love all my kids, but, like, when I was pregnant with you, I knew there was something special and, like, just different about you. Um, she said, when I gave birth to you, um, the nurses in the NICU, are, well, in the, uh, wherever they keep babies, I forgot, is, is it called NICU? I don't know. Sure. The nurses um, would keep coming in my room trying to feed you. Like, just trying to take you places and, like, rock you and, like, tell you to sleep and, like, feed you. But like, oh, Miss Crawford, you okay? Let me just take him. I'll take him from you. And she was like, no, give me my fucking baby. Okay. What are you talking about? And she was like, it was, like, so many. Like, the nurses who would be the nurses that were on staff when she gave birth and then, like, next shift, next shift, they all just kept coming into my room. They were all attracted to you, trying to grab you, trying to hold you, saying, oh, he's such a beautiful baby, so nice, and da-da-da. I'm sorry. Uh, he's such a nice baby. Whatever the fuck. And she was like, if y'all don't get the fuck back and give me my child... She was like, all these things kept on happening. Like, when you when I took you home, uh, your sister grabbed you from me and ran upstairs in her room and just, like held you the entire night um the neighbors will come over and be like oh my god look at this baby like uh when when your dad took you to work the people just crowded around you like she was just like there has always been something different and special about you and i want you to know it mm-hmm. and i want you to be aware of it and you know she was like you know what I mean uh, God loves you you know she did all that stuff like like there's like you're fine I don't care mm-hmm. what these people like for her to say I don't care what the people in the church told you I was like nigga what is wow. going on like black parents will make a one eighty <laughs> nigga let me tell you let me fucking fuck because never in my life did I imagine my mom would speak like that at all. Like, at all. But she is. I'm just like, I saw things I imagined. Mm. Like, only in my imagination were these conversations happening. And now it's outside of my head. And it's wild. Um, But, like, yeah, my relationship with my mom is strengthening so exponentially. I'm so happy about it. And, like, my mom, even though, like, you shouldn't really, like, seek permission and I think I was moving away. I've moved away from, like, seeking permission and approval of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, even though I didn't, like, it wasn't something that I was seeking any longer for my mom to give me, like, like her approval. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if, she, like, if she never did, okay. But the fact that she did, I was like, wow. <laughs> like, thank you for that. Um, yeah, wow. And um, ever since my sister became a mom, our relationship has been strengthening. I think what I've been doing lately is, like, looking at the relationships I have and, like, being so grateful for them. Instead of being, like, the relationships that I am trying to build aren't really working out, like, with Mm. whoever. I'm like, I don't... Nigga! Get the fuck out of my home right now. Get your black ass the fuck out of my home. Wow. Oh, my God. It's just been... I'm so grateful mm. for these relationships strengthening and me focusing on the relationships and the people who actually love me, like, already. genuinely. They're already. Already here. Already. Everything that I think I'm looking for, I already have. Gratefulness. Gratefulness. Wow. 
Lord. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> wow. Um, can you hit the the thermostat up one degree mm-hmm. so it doesn't come on again? I'm cold. Thank you. Just one. Okay. Um, so I've been trying to think about whether or not I've done this before, but um, my I want to talk about myself, my relationship with myself. Amen. Um, and how it's just gone through this like radical transformation that is still underway and I'm sure will continue to be underway um oh wow I'm thinking about another conversation that I had about um your relationship with yourself anyway um it has been wild to me to witness the shift in how I engage the world um now that I'm no longer mostly I mean I'm sure in some ways I am but like now that I'm for all intents and purposes not trying to uphold other people's perception of me and um and like not even not even being in conversation with it even Mm -hmm. um because I think there was a point at which I was trying to explain to people that, hey, this version of Janae that you've known for a very long time, that's, you know, this sort of respectable, whatever, um, that's not who I'm going to be. And I want to hold your hand through this transformation (laughs) and, like, mostly just disregarding the fact that, like, I was in transformation and like trying to hold everyone else through my own transformation. Um, And since like, I guess letting that go and really only like concerning people who I know I can trust with my vision and my, my vulnerability and all of these different things. Um, it's it's just been wild to mm-hmm. to witness like myself open spiritually, emotionally, and like have so much more clarity now that I've like eliminated so many niggas who are not living my life, which is everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and like not eliminated them from my life, but like mm-hmm. eliminated them from like the equation of like how I move in the world. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's that's really it. <laughs> like it's really just that simple. Like my relationship with myself has um just been in deep transformation and um it's also transformed how I engage other people. Um and you know, I I think that I don't know. I just love also where my relationship with my mother is is mm. growing into. Um, and my mother and I actually also had a similar conversation about, um, 
you know, just how she knew that I was going to be a different nigga. A weird ass, <laughs> a weird ass, different Yo, nigga. your mamas always know. Even always. if they don't speak it, they always know. The fact that my mom said, she probably, I don't know if she knew that I was going to be like a queer, like, kid when she was pregnant but the fact that she said when you were when i was pregnant with you i knew there was something different about you i'm like girl he was, a little- <laughs> <laughs> he was flipping a lot <laughs> oh god sometimes um, i feel like all parents of queer children know something yeah like when they're pregnant with them Ooh. like i feel like there's always Cause like I've heard that before. Like mm-hmm. I've heard like my mom is the first person to say that. I've heard parents of queer children say there was I, I knew when like you were in me there was something. But yeah. Intuition hindsight, yeah. Mm. Um Yeah, and there was a point at which um and I think it was when she realized that I was serious about um moving mm-hmm. um that she was like, you know, um you're here to do something great and she was like you know it may not be something that folks understand not even me um but i'm here to support it and um and i know that you will do what you need to do in the world and oh lord oh it is it has been it has been a journey, let me tell you. What, man? Uh, and so I, I don't. I'm pretty sure we talked about this, but um, I was born with my um, umbilical cord wrapped around my neck, and recently I had this like, just this quote dropped in my head of. Um, like you'll always want to die before you're born or something like that and um (laughs) what the fuck why did it hit me so hard oh my because it's real god like like it's so real wow And when I thought about that, I, I thought about it in two ways, just of like, one, yeah, like, you are going to feel like you just like, please kill me. Hello. I need to die now. But also there's a necessary death that has to, so like, it's not an unfounded fear. Like you are actually going to die some iteration of yourself has to die has to um and i don't know i i just i just think about because that is so real for me right now um how real that was for me in my birth like Mm. literally coming into this world dying Mm. um and yeah and and that just you know my mom being like that like I knew before then but like when I saw you come out and the year blue and like you was like bitch I'm here anyway Uh, (laughs) anyway so long story a little bit longer I'm just really filled with gratitude that I'm 
in this place that I've never been before in my life where I um, am honoring all of the things that I need to that I came here to do um, and not just the things that that look good for me to be doing Mm -hmm. um, and letting go looking good and embracing me being well within my rights to look absolutely foolish to others um yeah yeah that's where I'm at god bless you nigga Oh God bless you back. God. That shit is going to sit with my spirit for a long time. Like, like it makes me think of the Bible verse, you have to die to yourself daily. Mm. Like, mm. they're talking about, like, you know, in order to be in Christ, you know, you have to die to yourself. You, who you are, has to die. And it has to be a daily process. Mm. Every day you wake up, you have to be ready to die yourself has to be ready to die to take on uh the yoke of christ Mm. and it's like yo if you're trying to be something if you're trying to be something new and you're working at that every day you have to kill off a little bit of who you are right now Mm -hmm. like it like daily a daily death and i'm thinking yo that's probably when you're really working hard to become someone Mm -hmm. that you want to be or like trying to like take off always aren't serving you like that feeling that you feel like nigga this is so fucking hard is like it's because it's a death right nigga you're dying and you're dying fucking daily so to wake up every day just to die you're gonna be fucking exhausted nigga but when you get to that (laughs) where the fuck you're trying to go you'll feel amazing yeah wow Mm. oh lord that's all I got. Amen. <laughs> well, this has been all my niggas in the whole world. Amen. Oh my God. Oh, I did not sign up for this. <laughs> but you did. But you did. Let me tell you, I. Listen, this. My mom came here yesterday and the whole did I tell you? I didn't I don't think I told you. But the whole time I could tell my mother just wanted to burst out crying. Why? Because we're emotional. <laughs> oh, because you're leaving. Yeah. Um and the thing is I'm going to go live with her for two weeks, but like I think just the whole like <laughs> cause she even brought up like, oh, I remember, you know, when we moved you in and you know, it was my dad and my brother and um, my play aunt and her family. Um, I think even my, my real aunt and my cousins. Um, and yeah, she was just like holding her, clearly holding herself back from crying. Um, and I was just thinking about the fact that I would like be moving out by myself, like without anyone. Um and I was just like, what is the significance of that? But I, I just feel like it's just reflective of the fact that, like, I am doing my, whatever my thing is, I'm, like, moving in that. And, like, that is something that only I can do by myself. And um, that doesn't mean that I'm doing it without support or, you know, without love and 
things but it is it's just a thing that i have to do on my own yeah and oh lord i move out on wednesday well i move my shit into storage tomorrow but i move out of here on wednesday it's clearly not ready to be moved yet (laughs) but it's far more ready than it was a week ago so um so yeah oh lord i've been here for five years it's wild it's wild i should have owned a house (laughs) (laughs) but i can't commit um wow oh lord anyway okay so now it's time in just case (laughs) we cut that out because i'm pretty sure i will because y'all niggas don't know need to know my business (laughs) you niggas don't deserve my business um i just had a mini cry fest 2019 um it's heavy in here (laughs) the spirit is high and come on heavy (sighs) Alright, so now it's time for my fucking personal healing practices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the segment um, where we discuss um, a personal practice that's been, you know, really tithing, tithing us over. Not tithing us over. <laughs> Jesus. Tithe me over, Lord. <laughs> I've heard the saints say tithe me over. Okay. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um okay, so something some some practice that has held you over. Oh god. Um, Stood in the gap for you. Whew. I um I feel like all of my things are just converging and focusing on one thing. Yeah. And um I hate to be repetitive, but nigga, this has been so it's just me not fearing scarcity. I'm going to keep repeating it because it's so yeah. important. Like, me not fearing scarcity. Scarcity is like, scarcity and rejection are like mm. two of the biggest fears in my life. Yes. So, when you have things that can both reject you and also leave you, mm that scarcity and rejection at the same time. And I'm moving away from that to the point where, like, I don't care if it rejects me. If it's not serving me, I'm not doing it. Being being fucking true to myself and, like, my body and my mind and my spirit, like, truly honoring. Like, I feel like I've never honored my mind and my spirit and my body. I've never truly honored it. You know what I mean? My body, mind, and spirit has always, and when I say always, I mean every second of every day honored me, but I have not honored it by listening to it. Um, I think one of the things that has aided in me not honoring it is like, you know, like I said, I grew up in church and like, a lot of the things that they say is like, don't lean into your own understanding. You know, your emotions and shit will not guide you right. But even during those times when they would say that, 
my body was rejecting that. My mind was rejecting that. My spirit was rejecting that, saying, like, no, that's not true. I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I've been here. Yeah. I know what the fuck is going on. I know what's coming. I know how this is going to play out. One thing for me is that, like, I'm always stuck on the how. And I've completely let go of the how. Well, not completely. I'm, like, letting go of the how. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, there's always, like, okay, best well, how are we going to do that? Okay, but, like, right. one thing I've learned is that the how is not and will never be my issue. The how is not something that I need to, like, overanalyze. Of course, I have, like, you know, a plan or whatever. But, like, the how isn't something I should be harping over. What I should be harping over is, like, what exactly I'm trying to do. What exactly I'm trying to accomplish. What are my intentions? What, like, it's always the what Mm -hmm. that I should be, like, clear Mm -hmm. about and straightforward about. Mm -hmm. The how comes after you're sure about the what. The how makes space for you. The what and the clear what is what you need to focus on. Mm -hmm. Because you need to be very specific and very intentional about what you want. And then let the how play out. Because the how is complicated. You know what I mean? The how is always complicated. Like, the how will have 17 moving parts that you have no idea how it's working. But the what is simple and something you can grasp. This is what I want. And I'm going to write it out or I'm going to visualize it. it, And I'm going to focus on that. And the how walks this little ass over after a while. I was like, okay, oh, this is what you want? Well, okay, this is how we're going to do it. You're like, okay, bitch, let's do it. And then turns into a Decepticon and and fucking transforms into something else. being rooted in that what is like so important Mm -hmm. and that's been something that I've been like really thinking about since like December Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of when I had I had this really great what was supposed to be a weekly call (laughs) only had one Um, a really great call with my friend Amber Mm -hmm. Amber Phillips and um, what I got it wasn't something that she told me, but it was just something that I realized after like speaking with her that like the people in my life who are manifesting the things that they want, who are moving in the direction that their life necessitates are clear, are crystal fucking clear about what it is they are fucking here for. They just, they know, Mm -hmm. and they are clear about it, and they um, can articulate that to anyone, Um, and that is something that I have been focusing on personally, of of just getting clarity Mm -hmm. on on what my what is, Mm -hmm. why I'm here to do, why I'm here, period. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that my my affinity for um showing up in a way that is palatable to folks has me often focused on how mm-hmm. making sure that like yeah my what is somewhere back there mm-hmm. like i kind of i got it a little bit i mm-hmm. think 
I'm in the vicinity. <laughs> um, but like, I need to make sure that how I'm getting there is like palatable, mm. is respectable, um, is something that I won't be chastised about. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's been my focus. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that it's so powerful to, to shift and think about just the what, because like, actually, like when you're really trying to manifest your shit, like who knows how the fuck that bitch who makes knows? <laughs> who knows? You don't. you don't. So you have to only focus on like, here is, here is what I want to bring into the world. Do you remember like a while ago where you were like how, um, the healing process is messy and like mm-hmm. it's not linear mm-hmm. i feel like that applies to like anything that you're trying to manifest in your life because mm-hmm. like a lot of the times like when you focus on the what the how can be messy and like wild and you're like bitch what the fuck is this but at the end you get exactly what you want yeah. and you're like i did not see it coming like this it did but goddamn right. you know what i mean because like a lot of times when we're focused on the how like, we want it to be linear. We mm-hmm. want it to make sense. Yeah. Like, we want it to move in steps that make sense to Come us. On. And then, like, if it doesn't, we're like, okay, clearly this ain't it. Let's make a U-turn. But if you would have kept going down that road, it's right at the right. end of that. You know what I mean? Like, so many times, um, I see people who are like, nigga, like, the way I got this shit, I would have never guessed. Like, the way this shit happened, how I met this person, how I got this job, how I was able to get into the space, bitch, you wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to write a story that would make sense. The how, my nigga, do not leave the how the fuck alone. I'm gonna get real hotep on you, <laughs> but like, you see the what, where, when, all those shit starts with W, right? Come the on. H, how is the only shit that starts with H? That whole ass H. That whole ass H. That's the only one that you need to, like, it, it don't fit in with the rest. That's right. That's why you shouldn't be concerned with it. Hotep. Leave that shit alone. Hotep. <laughs> Leave that shit alone. Yeah, like, the how is important, but it's not important for you. God, Ooh. the universe, ancestors, <laughs> they, God, wow. universe, they ancestors, they deal shit. with the how. They deal with the how. Mm. You just say what the fuck you want, and you release and you believe that shit, and then the how works itself out. <sighs> what? We cannot be focused on the fucking how, my how nigga. We you, cannot. How? How are you in my life? <laughs> this is so wild. It literally dead ass like. It's surreal to me the niggas that are in my life. Like, mm-hmm. I just like that's another thing that I've just been like. I manifested this? <laughs> <laughs> my nigga, I, like, the way me and Janae met, I was reading her blog somehow. I forgot how I found Your it. Contact culture? No, that was after we met. It was like, you had, like, you had your own thing. Like, a little <laughs> something. So I forgot things. what it was. But, and then I found your Twitter. Oh, my God. I was like, hey, yo, I want to connect with this nigga. Wow. I've never done that in my black-ass life. And then, like, we met at, like, a Chili's or something. I forgot we what it was. We met at a fucking Chili's, nigga. <laughs> the first time we ever met in person. Oh my and God. Janae was a lot shorter than I thought she would be. <laughs> this um, nigga thought I was going to be seven foot seven. <laughs> I was like, hey, nigga. And that's been my nigga since. Wow. Wow. Wild. Mm. 
You've seen this entire chapter of my life. This is... This is wild. <sighs> wow. Wow. Wow, my nigga. Wow. <laughs> I'm just in awe. I, I, I really am because there's like... There's no reason. Like, and I, I, I think that's also like me letting go of the how of like how do I get to be so fortunate to like <laughs> have all of these perfect people around me like ha- ha- <laughs> and, and I feel like that is my that feels like something that I need to anchor in of like bitch this is why you don't need to focus on the how because like why does it matter how <laughs> you have these niggas right. around you so like what oh my goodness wow mm. filled with gratitude amen amen oh man all right so my personal healing practice mm. what is my personal healing practice been well these cards are a lot bigger than I thought they would be yeah. I thought they were like wow. a big ass deck. Well, since you're talking about my tarot deck, I'll just talk about tarot. I feel okay. like I've already talked about it. If there's <laughs> the, healing there, I mean, this is true. Um, pulling tarot each day um, has just really been an opportunity for me to do do a few things. So, like one, it is me trusting my intuition so if i see a card like generally i know what some of them are like most of them are um just the whole process of pulling to i I know i've actually talked about Mm -hmm. it on the podcast but um the whole process is about me and my intuition and just like being in constant conversation with my intuition and like um trusting it and also like what I found is that tarot literally only the only purpose that it has served in my life is to um, amplify shit that I already know Um, and it'd be annoying as fuck sometimes (laughs) but also like a very surreal experience of like there's some niggas out here that really want you to understand that you already know what you know and like they here is one tool that you have for for realizing that so i'm a like cook (laughs) um so tarot has just been like it's just been wild and it's also like just opened me to think about other ways ways that i have like other ways that I've observed like me moving in my intuition mm-hmm. um, that I have grown up with mm-hmm. um, because there are lots of there are lot there are just lots of ways that that I know that I'm moving in intuition that mm-hmm. I don't necessarily acknowledge as such mm-hmm. I'll just be like oh you know that's just a thing that I know but like no that's like actually intuition mm-hmm. when I think about like singing like there's so much about singing that like it's not a learned thing it's like a thing that you feel mm-hmm. um and 
so many other things. Anyway, tarot. <laughs> no, I, look, you talking about a conversation because like I'm I'm, I'm always I, I I have like I believe that the more you like have conversations with people and interactions with people. Mm-hmm the more it builds trust, yeah. of course. It's like, if you're constantly having this conversation with your intuition and with yourself, that's you learn how to trust yourself. That's wow. how you learn how to trust your intuition, mm-hmm. which is exactly what the fuck you need. Because the moment your intuition tells you, Ayo, no, or Ayo, yes. That was a snap. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ayo, yes. Ayo, no. Ayo, right. wait. You'd be right. like, okay, cool. Right. And I'm not moving it. on that. I don't I don't care how it looks to right. people. I don't care how it feels to people. I know what I know. Absolutely. And my intuition is telling me no or telling me yes or yeah. telling me wait or whatever. And I'm going to listen because I trust that nigga. Because mm. that nigga showed me over and over that I can trust. Yeah. Okay? So, like, absolutely. Mm. Like, you constantly being in a conversation with yourself and your intuition nigga that's building and that's beautiful cause that's what we that's what everybody needs to trust themselves more yeah to know that we know what we know what we know ugh nigga <laughs> listen and I just like even I, I just wanna go back to the subletting thing mm-hmm. because like after talking with uh, the woman that I was gonna sublet from the first time there was some weird shit that oh okay so I was supposed to text her the Sunday after we talked. We talked on like a Friday mm-hmm. and she was like, text me on Sunday um, if you still want to sublet or whatever. And I was like, I don't know. I've never subletted. So this is weird. But like, like, why can't you tell me right now? Excuse me. But um, she was like, yeah, just text me on Sunday. And, and then at some point she mentioned like, Whoever texts me first, maybe we'll get it. And I'm just like, bitch, what? Anyway, so I text her. <laughs> Girl, Games. is this flavor of love? What are you doing? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you might give me a clock? Like, come the f- Anyway, <sighs> So, um, I was like, okay, that's weird, but whatever, you know. So I text her on Sunday, and um, this was like two or three Sundays ago, and um, she's like, oh, you're still interested? And I was like, bitch, I'm, you told me to... Yes, yes, girl, I'm still interested. And she was like, okay, well, text me, and we'll figure out the details. And I text her, and I was like, hey, what's up, whatever. And she responded like two hours later, and... I wish I remembered exactly what she said, but something to the effect of like uh, something to the effect of like, um, okay, the other person didn't want it. So I'm just like, bitch, why is another person still in this equation? If you said that you were ready to move on with details about me subletting. So I was like, hmm, this probably isn't for me. But I was like, you know, we had a conversation. <laughs> that you know. That you know. <laughs> you know. You know, because of uh, what is a, a man who see, thinks himself wise? You know. No, bitch, you don't. You're you a don't. fool. Just be a fool. <laughs> be a fucking fool and stop acting like you fucking know anything. Uh, I swear. So anyway, I 
got some grounding and felt good about it and then we had another conversation where I was like hey I'll still pay you for the first month but I'm not gonna be able to come until the second month and she was like no bitch just pay for the second month it's all good and then the <sighs> next day I see an ad for the like the fuck <laughs> so right right on the onset I knew that this you, was some bullshit. I knew I could have saved myself knew. a week. Yes. A week of my life. Oh, God. I knew it was some bullshit, but I was like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then she came out and she came out as, as bullshit. <laughs> she came out as a head ass. So many, like, other things in life will quiet our intuition like our intuition will be as loud as it can be because mm-hmm. I feel like our intuition isn't like a boastful bitch no our intuition is never a boastful she's like, bitch she's like bitch I'm good cause she's that like, bitch knows the pattern she, the pattern, the pattern. <laughs> she know what the fuck she's talking about and she's like look here's what it is she don't need to I don't have to convince you about shit this is what it is it's gonna be you can gonna listen be. or not but uh, it will happen <laughs> So period. Period. So what are we doing here, girl? What are we what are we doing? Why are you why are you hiding? Right. Like and that other things will just be loud. Nigga. Like overcompensating. Overcompensating. Just loud as fuck. And the intuition just back here like, okay. Girl I said what I said. I, I said mean. what the fuck I said. Do what you want to do. Oh God. I really need to carry that into my life. Like the what there was a saying that says like the most hollow nigga makes the like the biggest sound or some shit like like uh, when you bang on it like I forgot it's something like that but like okay is that a trendy thing it might be I don't know probably not it's but like, the soft the so, soft okay stop all right <laughs> <laughs> can I do it in patois please fucking don't please do not. The lickless drum. All right. Got the loudest. Anyway, that has been the segment. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so fucking racist. Also, <laughs> I just want y'all niggas to download the pattern because I'm not gonna look at it. But if you look at it, you might learn you eat some shit. I look at the pattern every day. <laughs> Every day. I would, like, my conscious mind is saying that that's self-harm, but I know that that's actually, (laughs) that's actually self-care. Like, how we were talking about earlier, like, you have to die daily. Come on. Nigga, the pattern is a hit man, hit woman (laughs) out here shooting the fuck out of us. The moment we open that app, that bitch got the Glock. That bitch got the chopper ready to spray. We got to accept it. We got to accept the man, the minute that we wake up, it's time to die, bitch. Jesus Christ. It's time to Jesus die. Jesus Christ. And every time I open the pattern, I know it's time to fucking die. Let me just open this bitch right now. Because <laughs> I literally avoid that bitch like the play. Oh, God. She like that. in co-star? Oh, I don't look at co-star in, in Tangent? Oh, God. That seems stressful. It, you are really living this life, huh? Nigga, because I, like, I literally told myself, nigga, I'm tired of fucking playing. <laughs> Listen, okay, you said I'm tired, and I immediately got just fed up. Because I, this is why I didn't look at it anymore. The, um, the pattern, so they give you, like, characteristics. Mm-hmm. And my first one is likable or codependent. <laughs> Both are true. 
indecisive or unreliable both are true it's just there are just so many things happening on this and this is the static page this is not the one that changes we didn't even go to go deeper there was no go deeper yet you didn't even press on go deeper oh my god wow expansion of home five months left okay sure girl so fuck the pattern but also download it oh lord was that it for you that's when personal healing practice hallelujah amen thank you god all right so we're gonna skip over obligatory nonsense Mm -hmm. and we are gonna jump right on into payo tithes Mm -hmm. I feel like I know what I want to talk about, but do you know what you want to talk about? Um, it, of course, has something to do with white people being white, but... What? Oh, no. I was um, thinking about the one and only. Who? Queen B. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Oh, my this is the first time in my life in the history of this podcast that I will be able to be an active participant in a discussion about Beyonce so I just want you all to buckle up because it's going to be a wild ass ride bitch hallelujah thank you Jesus oh god so oh let me introduce pay your tithes pay your tithe pay your tithes is a segment where we talk about celebrate venerate is that the word venerate uh black femmes and black women and we are taking today's uh segment black (laughs) we're taking today's pay your time segment to discuss the god my lord and savior beyonce giselle Knowles carter we can okay and homecoming Oh God! And I want to also just name that it was not until maybe a week or two ago that I realized why it was called Homecoming. Y'all, I'm God is still working on me. I I was like, what? Where is she coming home boosie. to? And I realized that okay, HBCU Homecoming. She had a boosie. Yeah, get a scoop. Get a scoop. Come on now. Spice up your hey. life. Hey, go get some of that oat milk. I will not. <laughs> go get some of that silk. We don't know what's in there right now. Oh, God. So, homecoming. Can we talk about it? Because, wow. Take your time. Yes, quicken. Quicken in the Black Panther spirit. <laughs> Yo, when I saw Black Panther, I saw, I, all I thought was they quickening. That's the quickening spirit. When they started doing this, I was like, oh, praise them. The <laughs> um, here's what I want to say. Um, and I say this quite often, to be honest. Your wings are too stiff. Wow. Wow. Your knees are too weak. Wow. Okay? Just slander me. Your gloss is too dry. Wow. 
Okay? Your edges are too snatched. All right? You you cannot compete where you do not compare. Wow. Here's the thing. I personally am no longer going to argue with you girls about this. I'm not doing it. I'm not arguing. I'm, I'm, look, I'm patterned to the bullshit, okay? <laughs> I'm intuition to the bullshit. I'm not it arguing is, with bitch. you niggas Period. about nothing about Beyonce. I'm just not. What is there to talk? There are still some of y'all on the internet on Beyonce's internet, not on Al Gore's Blue anymore. Ivy's. On Blue Ivy's motherfucking, motherfucking internet, internet, saying that Beyonce is overrated. I used to say Beyonce is rated. She's rated. She's where she needs to be. That's just a fact. Beyonce, at this point, to me, is underrated. Because yeah. a lot of you bitches just don't want to give her her fucking things. But I, what is there to say anymore? What is there to say? Like, what? Did you, did you niggas actually see Homecoming? Did you niggas listen to the album? Oh, my God. Like, what is there to argue about anymore? What are we talking about? Must be two Beyonce. There has to be. Must be. Because what, what, what is preventing you from giving this woman her things? This black mama. This black mama. Her things. Did you watch Homecoming? Did you watch how, she's, how she committed herself to, like, <laughs> eating air? Every day, just so she could get in the costume to entertain you, bitches. Nigga. And afterwards, she was probably like, "Bitch, give me every piece of fucking barbecue ever, because fuck these niggas. Absolutely. I did this for them, and they have the nerve, the unmitigated gall, to say I'm overrated. Fuck y'all. Like, nigga, speak, because I don't know. Like, anyway." Wonderful, fantastic, beautiful, groundbreaking. Beautiful gowns, beautiful, beautiful harmonies, beautiful melodies, beautiful all the things. Listen, I don't, I don't even because I am not an A one day one Beyonce fan. I don't even engage niggas who are like Beyonce's overrated, whatever. Because I'm just like, sure, girl. Like clearly, that's how you feel. <laughs> I've never been part of this conversation. Never had a dog in that fight mm-hmm. ever. Um, but what I am in the in the fucking what I have been dropped into is this excellence mm-hmm. that is Beyonce live. Look, live? one thing that you have to know about the Hive is that the Hive always says, the Hive always says that the albums are nothing compared to the concerts. Every time Beyonce comes out with an album, everybody's like, bitch, when are we getting the live music? Every time. The Hive is always like, bitch, what's the That's why she got these fucking t-shirts. <laughs> Look, niggas were pissed these when that's Spongebob for- head-ass. Oh my god. <laughs> the, um... So there, as someone who got their undergraduate degree in music and like has all, has been a singer all my life, there is so much shit in this album that is just unfathomable musically, and like one like having that many niggas on one stage. Oh. 
on one accord. One <laughs> like, fucking accord. What? That shit is wild, first and foremost. One thing that really blew my mind, though, so recently, so I have my own little uh, secret SoundCloud <laughs> that I make a bunch of music on. And um, I have been playing a lot with the... Um, different voices different voice um whatever in the fucks what is it called um whatever the different types of voice filters and things Mm -hmm. that you can have um depending on what sort of um interface you're using Mm -hmm. and um a few months ago I was playing around with the um, I don't know what it's called but the one that makes your voice a lot deeper mm-hmm. and what I realized is it because of like the is it raining? yes okay because of the um, technology needing to like process your voice down a few octaves mm-hmm. and whatever there's like a delay mm-hmm. between when you are speaking or singing and then when it comes out and you Mm -hmm. can hear it do you know that that means that when beyonce was singing i've been on when Uh. she was fucking rapping um and whatever and i'm like let me be clear i know that the access the the technology that i have access to is not the technology (laughs) that beyonce Uh. has access to so i'm sure the delay is quite shorter Mm -hmm. but there's still a delay that has to happen because the voice has to process through the thing and come out that means that Beyonce was singing a split second before the music so that us lowly (laughs) niggas could hear it on the fucking beat on the fuck Beyonce was singing ahead of this she had to have sung ahead of the song which (sighs) is why in songs like I've been on and what else does she have the like lowered voice on um was that it? i think that was it i've been on and i think there's one about out no i don't know i feel like there's one other At song the, well like it's, it's just on, a section when she first released bow down i've been on was like the end of it that's what mm. i'm thinking of but so when you listen to that song you hear that there's like a slight delay between like like very very slight delay between mm-hmm. the beat and like Beyonce being on the beat mm-hmm. but like this bitch was singing ahead of the song <laughs> ahead of the music that shit is wild to me <sighs> the fucking transition in um sorry and to me myself and I it makes me so emotional every uh, time as someone who loves bass like I so love good. a fucking bass line mm-hmm. the the way the bass line carries you oh into my me God. myself and I so is good. just so fucking magical mm-hmm. and like who thought of that but also I started following Beyonce's musical director for, mm-hmm. <laughs> for um for Homecoming mm-hmm. he has like a thousand followers and he never talks about music he only like <laughs> shows the shit that he got from Homecoming like that's literally all his, Facebook, his Instagram is dedicated to here's all the cool shit I got for being a part of Homecoming which since I get it right I get it right. um but everything and like to even just 
listen to her talk about because it was also very interesting to listen to Kid Fury and Crystal talk about um, them who themselves who had like the bootleg version mm-hmm. of yeah. the uh, of it and like a lot of niggas did yeah. and have been listening to it yeah. for the full year yeah. and then now getting the version that Beyonce intended for us to have mm-hmm. that has all the background vocals that has all the stepping and all the whatever mic'd and all of these things just like thinking about the degree of expertise yeah. that black women just be on just yeah. because this is who the fuck you yeah. are yeah like I was thinking I, like, I keep on thinking about like how she said how they rehearsed for eight months Nigga. like how many hours a day while she was breastfeeding her babies and shit. Like, but, like, to see it... Imp- and starving herself. Nick, and starving it. Like, how the fuck? Like, what the fuck? And then, like, looking at Homecoming, right? How on point that you have to be where oh. the transitions between the movements wow. were so seamless. When the... When the uh, the girls were dancing, first of all, like, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning... In the movie. Uh, They're talking about the, in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the beginning of the movie, like, um, in front of, like, what was it, like, it was a stage and there was, like, people behind them. But, like, a lot of people didn't even realize there was, like, a transition right there. I didn't realize it until, until people pointed times. it out. Right, yeah. I was like, wait, what? Hold on, what? That's wild. And the movements were fluid. And then also when she, when they got. And it was from one week, it, from the first weekend week to, to the, the second other. weekend, like, yeah. Like what? Seamless. And then like, and then tell. seeing like uh, when they were doing the crazy in love transition, mm-hmm. where like she jumped up and they changed to the pink, and that fucking transition was like what? Like the level, like you said, of expertise and just like knowing your placement, knowing. I couldn't get over. It. I was like, this has got to be. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, there's no fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> there's no fucking way that this happened right. there's no way that this was two separate weeks but it was nigga and it also just like reminds me what happens like ooh. are do you follow Duran Bernard yes did you see yesterday yes did you watch he the performance oh yes oh my god I have I've been thinking about that mm. nonstop since yesterday morning. I cannot stop thinking about it. But I just think it is. It's just I, I appreciate where niggas are. Well, I just appreciate niggas who are like, this is the standard bitch, and this is all that I will accept. Yeah. Period. Like yeah. that's it. Like this. Yeah. This is the only thing that you can have. This is it. Yeah. And Duran is a Virgo, so. <laughs> girl there it is wow i see that do not play i just i love it because like yes if both beyonce and durand Mm -hmm. these niggas know what their what is they are clear clear they know what the fuck they are showing up to do Mm -hmm. and they're like bitch this is this is exactly what this is supposed to look like if you can't do it you can't be in homecoming bitch we want you here but if you can't do it i'm sorry we don't want you here (laughs) you can't we chose you but if you ain't up to it you're not choosing yourself okay (laughs) period um and i just think about because because that had to have been true Mm -hmm. 
for not only because the like the expertise and the like brilliance of that those transitions from weekend one to weekend two is not just Beyonce and like all of the band and the background and the whatever that's also the 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 av niggas like they have to be on point with all their Mm -hmm. shit like and literally every the janitor responsible for cleaning up that stage every night after practice like everybody has to be on has to know a to fucking z forwards backwards upside down and around and that is a that is a terrifying <laughs> that is terrifying but that is Virgo that level clarity. that is Virgo level um like uh what's it damn that is Virgo level speci- specificity uh huh that is Virgo level like bitch this is what I'm trying to portray I don't want anything else and to I'm be not even talking I'm talking about Beyonce right now because yeah. that that Duran shit is a a whole other like <laughs> because niggas I wish a nigga I would love to hear Beyonce's horror stories I feel like that shit only had to happen once for Beyonce to be like alright I gotta start barking at do you do you remember when she was on fired. stage so oh it, somebody's getting fired tonight or something what, what? somebody <laughs> getting fired hey hey <laughs> why the been dancing why she dancing <gasps> It was during Gleeful. Diva. Gleeful. <laughs> Woo! My God. That Lights! <laughs> Somebody getting fired. Hey, hey! <laughs> she said lights because where are the... I shouldn't have to say lights. I told her when the lights was to come on. I wrote and it down. I wrote it down. That I said likes, and I gave you an extra two seconds with the lights on. So guess what? Somebody getting fired. I that is actually an aspiration. And even like, okay, let's just I we have to talk about Duran too because this is just it's so good and it's so important. Yeah, it's so important that artists are able to say hey y'all like we all agreed to show up as our best selves Mm. in our artistry and you did not uphold that commitment let's talk about it because I'm not going to deal with it and like (laughs) that reminds me of in homecoming how Beyonce was like that's why people don't like to uh, rehearse because it humbles you oh Jesus Jesus Duran, that so you you said you watched the performance, yes. but the point at which he cut the drummer off. Actually, there were two things. So one point when he, because he's so fucking theatrical, <laughs> he cuts the drummer off, and the drummer keeps playing, and then stops, and then he like, bitch, we don't stop now, we back at it, and and then when he. When he's singing sorry and he tells the keyboardist to step aside from his instrument so that he could play it. And the that way that keyboardist was just standing there with his hands folded in front of him. That almost ended me. You hear me? I would me? be so fucking like I just oh. I just want niggas to learn from that. Learn from this. <laughs> That was your keyboard that you brought to this venue from your house. And you have to step aside. And you, 
and you had to be removed from your <laughs> instrument because you didn't show were up. Not, my God. Your best, like you. That thing was so good. And did you see this nigga? The messages doing the most, and then talking about ha ha. That was my that was my man's who did that. Niggas love to to throw stones and hide their hands. Love it. Love Favorite it. Pastime. <laughs> oh my god! I just really, really, and deeply appreciate Duran for doing that because, like. Mm. I think that the last person that folks expect to be calling folks out on their bullshit is like a femme queer black man because they're supposed to just be this theatrical um I'm here for for your kikis and whatever um that was delicious and niggas always show their true selves when they're um being called out on something they should have been wow they shouldn't even have had to be called out on okay. but they decided not to show up. Yeah. <sighs> Calling him like all the fucking words and saying he's gonna he got shooters and shit. Like what got the fuck is shooters, wrong with you? Girl. Like get the fuck out of you, my face. This is not for play. This bitch sings for Erica Badu. Nigga, your uh, the roots are on you, just so you know. It's already done. It's, it's all- already done. Listen, Georgia and Muldrow left some comment like um it was so good it was something like i don't know no weapon formed against you shall prosper some <laughs> shit <sighs> i don't know it, it just was such a good moment not like not a good moment but like just a reminder of like bitch one the truth will set you free two like you're always protected if you're moving in who the fuck you're supposed to be and I just, I'm just so grateful for Durand. And in fact, I need to pull up this delicious moment from the live. Because I caught the end of the live. But I thought, oh, here it is. Just waiting for me. <laughs> I When I caught the live, um, he was talking about Taylor Swift. So I thought that it was just a random rant about white like taylor swift being uh-huh. taylor swift um and then he went and it, it was confusing because i didn't see it from the beginning um but anyway here's here's durand here's a message from niggas that you played with before and maybe the niggas that you played with before maybe they like it maybe wow thank you for that durand that's an affirmation Maybe the bitches that you played with before, maybe they liked it. Bitch, not me. That can apply in so many areas of your so life. Many. You hear me? That's a full affirmation. Wow. Not That's Bible. Me. Not me. Mm-mm. I won't be the one. Or the two. Mm. None of them. My God. So, wow. Is there anything else you want to say about homecoming? Um, I just... um. It, it just affirms to me like how black women, black femmes, black queer people, mm-hmm. like the standard for us. You know what I mean? One that people put on us, two that we put on ourselves, yeah. and then like the standard for everybody else is just like, okay, girl. Like the fact that Beyonce went through all that, like put her body through hell, was on trauma. S- trauma went on Soul Cycle. Like she was on Soul Cycle. How many hours a day? Too like many. she was eating One nothing. One is too many. And she got on that stage and was still able to, like, 
two hours into her set, bouncing on the floor, like, full with her sister. Like, all the way down. Them knees didn't give out. No. Yeah, Jay-Z comes on the... Jay-Z comes on the stage and is out of breath in his first verse. Jay-Z, girl, look. That was embarrassing. <laughs> he came on the stage and was already out of breath not when he started talking. Not training for a marathon. Not... Girl, I... The standard It's the dredge just weighing him down. That's what it is. He was. woke up probably 10 minutes before the performance yeah and said oh shit I gotta go on bet <laughs> didn't wipe the crust out D- as I did and then just walked off the stage walked okay. on the stage like the just looking at the standard like even look at Durant you yeah. know what I mean look at Durant look at Beyonce the standard we have for ourselves right. and these other niggas just waking up one morning and be like I'm gonna do it sure like right. <laughs> right. Right. sure yeah I ain't doing nothing else yeah ooh like Trust yourself, y'all. There we go. Trust yourself because, look, niggas are forever going to have this mythical expectation of mythical superhuman expectation of who the fuck you gonna be, who you need to be. And niggas will forever exist in a plane just miles beneath (laughs) that mythical uh, benchmark that they have for you always and guess what you any every and any I'm talking about self right <laughs> any and everything that you do in this world will always and forever be miles and miles above what these niggas are doing every day <laughs> and calling themselves professionals oh bitch so just do just worry about yourself worry about yourself Bitch. And that's that's literally worry about yourself, trust yourself, and don't worry about these niggas because they lied about Beyonce. <laughs> niggas talked about Beyonce. They gonna talk about you. Period. I lo- I hope the period never goes anywhere. It's just so delicious. <laughs> oh, it's so good. All right, I think this we got one more. Mm-hmm. It's time for the benediction and the closing remarks. <laughs> wow. So this is the last episode of worship that we will be doing in this place. Yeah. And God damn, this has been the, the studio for We've been in the studio how for long? two years, nigga. <laughs> Almost no, maybe not two years. Almost though. So. Yeah, kind of. Wow. That's pretty wild. Um, I so one thing that I brought out here was my tarot deck, and I meant to take out the Ace of Cups. Mm-hmm. And the Ace of Cups is a card about um, incubating the seed, about um, fostering a safe place for um, for for vision, mm-hmm. because it's not even like making a space safe for growth Mm -hmm. it's like making a space safe for just like a nigga to be planted and I that so much um is how I feel about our relationship Mm -hmm. and our podcast Mm 
um, just a, a space for both of us. For well, I'll speak for myself. For me to um, to just be safe and um, supported in the work of like figuring. Um, even if the, no, no like actual motion is attached to it, even if no progress or productivity is attached to it, just like having a space to ruminate um, outside of myself has mm-hmm. been really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for your clarity. I'm grateful for um, you always having a word always several words like not (laughs) not a singular one but several um i'm just grateful for your friendship that we're like seven years into this shit my nigga this is wild Wild. that's fucking wild nigga wow i was i was a substitute teacher in a middle school when we first met Mm. and i was dating uh Sierra Leonean girl who liked to fuck gay but was not gay. <laughs> that was a time. Woo. Wow, you've known me through all of my relationships. All wow. of my queer relationships, you wow. know me. That's wild. Thank you. Amen. Mm. Um, my nigga, like, I want to say that starting this podcast with you specifically mm-hmm. with you has been the catalyst to so much of my growth specifically where I am now letting go of the how mm. has brought me here like letting go of the how are we going to do this how are we going to make this work and you know whatever the fuck has brought me to this place And starting this podcast being able to speak with you Talk like get the shit out. I know that's a that plays a direct role in how powerful I feel at this moment. Mm. How I was talking about in the beginning, like oh yeah, I feel so powerful because of this and that. If this didn't happen, I, I hate to say if this didn't happen because it was destined to happen. Come on, you know what I mean? It happened in order. Like in order for me to be here, this had to happen. Yeah, there would be no me here. If this didn't happen. Ooh. So it was meant to happen. Um, my nigga, if not a single nigga listen to this shit, like, and I mean that from the bottom, like, of my fucking heart. If not a single nigga listen to this shit, it still served a purpose. Yes. Like, it served a big purpose yes. in my life. This shit has been life changing for me. Same. Okay, I love you so much. I love you so much. I appreciate how well you can like. Get your thoughts out to the point where I like I know what the, no you may not think so okay. my nigga when you talk the way you talk mm-hmm. the manner in which you express yourself mm-hmm. is so powerful and I appreciate it so much because every time I come here and I talk to you I get a new revelation on something Same. the thing about you saying you know planting my nigga so many seeds were planted over these last year and a half over this last year and a half some of them are starting to grow now see that's the thing we don't we don't know (laughs) when the shit is gonna grow we never know the how we never know we don't know when it's gonna happen all we gotta do is fucking plant it 
when it grows is not our fucking concern. But the fact is, if you plant it with faith, knowing that it's going to grow, wow. nigga, it's coming. Like, there's a Bible verse that says, like, um, I forgot who, but it was like, one person plants, one waters, and God gives the increase. Wow. Wow. You plant, move the fuck on. Somebody else is going to water. They move the fuck on. When God sees that shit, it's like, okay, well, let's give the increase. Let's give the increase to that shit. My ne- like, mm. I just want everybody to know, like, if you're out there planting seeds, mm-hmm. if you're out there watering, your labor is not in vain. It's never in vain. Yeah. Um, you may not see it come to pass. Who knows? But the fact is that this shit is not happening for no reason. Reason. Do everything with intention. Come on. My nigga, Solange. She got the keys. You got the fucking keys, girl. My nigga, you got the keys. Do everything with intention. If you do things with intention, things manifest, my nigga. I don't care how small it is. You do that shit with intention, something is coming down the line. Yeah. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Niggas just... Oh, God. Okay. So, um... All right. So, there was last night um, an award dinner for um, activists, um, HIV and AIDS um, activists and artists. Um, so like art, sorry, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this. Let me just read the post. So this is, um, a post by Tourmaline. She is, um, a black trans, I think she may be black Dominican. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She's a black trans woman who is also an artist, who is also a filmmaker. Um, she recently, um, produced two films, So one of the films that she created was Happy Birthday, Mm Marsha, which was a Mm -hmm. film that that was ripped off by some white man. Mm -hmm. Of course. Let me. okay, let me get this right, because I actually don't want to fuck this up. Um, Tourmaline, Happy Birthday, Marsha. Sorry, I thought I was ready, but I actually just want to give Sis her roses. Okay. Um, yes, so she created Happy Birthday, Marsha. Um, she also recently created a film about a black trans woman who was a sex worker, I think, in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, named Mary. Okay. Um... I think it's like from the 30s or something, 1930s. Um, She's just doing a lot of amazing storytelling around black trans women um, and the stories and histories of black trans women told by black trans women. Um, So anyway, she posted this on Instagram today. Last night, alongside some of the most fire... Okay. (laughs) Last night, alongside some of the most fire activists and artists I know, I was honored by performance space for our HIV and AIDS art and activism. 
text of my speech is below. Two moments I have been thinking about recently are Sylvia Rivera's encampment on the Christopher Street Pier in 1995, which served as a public protest against the rich, white, gay community, leaving behind low-income, HIV-positive people of color, and attending the funeral for the longtime survivor, trans artist and activist, Chloe DiZubilo in 2011. In the middle of her performance, Enoni, so this is somebody who performed at the funeral, suddenly stopped playing the piano to talk about diminishing circles of care for longtime survivors. NYC closing St. Vincent's Hospital to turn it into fancy condos, and how political Chloe's death was, is, and will always be. And this is the part that just took me out. A little bit farther than I was already. Um, These moments, separated by nearly 20 years, are imprinted deep within me, reminding me that as more and more circles of care break apart, we need more and more creative interruptions. From fighting HIV criminalization legislation to decriminalizing sex work to the organizing around climate collapse disproportionately affecting our community, to grieving in public, demanding worlds to be different, and making what we need together through our art and fugitive aesthetics. Our beautiful survival is so urgently needed. So. What? Tourmaline is just like, look, we are all that we have mm-hmm. and we are all that we can trust and we must create the things that we need to survive we have it all and I just wow so delicious yeah amen amen to you Tremoline. my god I love I love my niggas y'all I love I love us I love us Mm. <sighs> you okay. wanna do a co prayer? Uh I was gonna do a short ass one. But okay, yes, I'll probably follow it. Okay. okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll how, just see how, how the do spirit leads. One? Um, we'll see. Right. We've done it before. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. I don't know how to sing, so <clears throat> anyway, that's that's about it. Yeah, we're we're done. We're done with that. Um God ancestors universe anyone who was listening in the sound of my voice all my niggas in the whole world all my fucking niggas in the whole wide world hallelujah i just want to come first expressing gratitude gratitude for this time to express ourselves to learn to plant seeds even to watch seeds grow um i'm so grateful to spend time with my nigga here like anytime we come together any fucking time mm. we come together is just like it's joyous something I could put in my joy bank Come on, George. because oh my god I get so full every time um, also we want to be we want to express thanks <clears throat> for uh, transformation for dying daily 
uh, for being uh, receptive to the death that we have to endure to birth the new people that we are becoming. Mm. Um, knowing that behi- behind the pain and <laughs> the fucking seeming torture that comes with this daily death to your old self is like a brand new beautiful person that you have always wanted to become <sighs> so lovely you have any words i might have some more I, listen i am filled with gratitude for this process that has been happening over the past two years of being in being intentional um about whatever this thing is that we that we're calling healing because it's morphed into so many different things and i think one thing that i've realized is the closer that we the closer that i come to trusting myself um the more expansive Mm -hmm. the act of the practice of the work of healing becomes more expansive Mm -hmm. um I am excited to welcome into this next phase of my life um, more clarity, um, more opportunities to assert exactly who I came here to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm filled, overrunning with gratitude for all of the miraculous things that allowed for us to be here yes because literally the only reason we're here is completely miracles like (laughs) really literally the only reason we're here (laughs) um and it's important to me that i acknowledge that the same miracles that got me here can continue to get me where i want to be yes um, and miracles happen every day. Shout out to Sasha, um, mm-hmm. to anyone. Um, so I'm grateful. I'm grateful that Beyonce is still, for some reason, deeming us worthy <laughs> of receiving the gifts that she has in her being. I'm grateful for being the manager of an artist who teach me who teaches me so much about patience. Mm-hmm and gratitude and authenticity and honesty mm-hmm. I'm I'm filled with gratitude I'm filled Amen that sounds like a prayer Well I thank you I want to also thank this home Yes Gratitude for this mm. home <laughs> That's a cry <laughs> That has literally helped me for the last five years and has heard all of my <laughs> weeping and crying and screaming and has smelled every strain of weed that I've <laughs> ever smoked in it and has heard every bit of sex that I've had in it. And um, I'm just... It has welcomed every friend that has come in and has just been, um, I don't know, a, a, literally a resting place, but also a, a place for me to be myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, 
I'm just so grateful for this home. Um, this is my first place that I ever had by myself. Mm. And I had an ama- I have an amazing neighbor who is a white man who has never called the cops, has never complained in five years. I'm a loud ass <laughs> wow, bitch wow. that has smoked a lot of weed and played a <laughs> lot of loud music. I have screamed a lot. I've had a lot of sex in this house. Never once. Not once. Has he come to me and said, bitch, you gotta chill. There's never been not a merry time. And I'm so grateful. Never once has my landlord increased my rent. Never once. Like, this has just been a really great experience Mm -hmm. and i'm grateful to this home for everything that is given me and i'm grateful for what the next home will give me amen amen and all of our niggas names Names we we pray pray. amen amen a woman a woman a everybody everybody Sugar warden spoiled milk. Um, once upon a time, 
before I realized that like almond milk really spoils um I was just drinking this I had it for for several months and every time after I would drink it or use it in cereal or whatever I would just be like why do I need to shit this is why I'm not drinking regular milk because I don't want to have bubble guts but here I am with fucking bubble guts and then once upon a time (sighs) I opened the milk and there was a little web of almond milk and it was mold so Thank you for joining me. I would like for my moldy moment. I would like an adult, please. <laughs> I am thoroughly disgusted. Oh my god! I know you fucking lying. Oh my god! I know you fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right.